We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mother. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh. Good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show on an absolutely glorious but windy as hell Saturday morning. It is my privilege and my pleasure to be in the studio once more with my best mate in the world, Gazza. Good morning, Gazza. Hey, how buddy. Are how are you going? Oh, oh Thanks for that awesome. intro, mate. You I pumped me tyres up perfect there. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean none of it. You, you, mm. you don't mean any of it. What was the go with for, for our listeners that tune in a bit earlier... 
4KG, 4K1G playing one of our fishing show songs. Yeah, hunting, fishing, loving every day, hey. and then it's on just before our show. The Dave and bloody how the how boys. would I be if I was playing my awesome music because yeah. I play that song yes. at the my very first song? I wouldn't have been able to play it today because it's been on ten minutes ago. Unbelievable. That's all right, mate. We know how popular that song is. Yes, definitely. Good morning to my wonderful friend Lee Sharrett, who's sitting there listening this morning. He sent me a little message. Is he fishing? Uh, no, it looks like he has a little transistor radio and a cup of coffee, and he's going to sit back and enjoy on you, the Lee. morning and whatever it, it brings forth. So that will be a good one. And good morning to Mr. Mark Crimson, my wonderful boss and manager. He's listening this you morning don't as mean well. That. No, morning, Cremo. He's. Uh, I have to say that he's taken me to the football this afternoon. I'm in. You know why he's taking me? I'm in the yeah? special box, so you can drive him. I home. haven't been in a special box in quite a while. Do you want to come to the footy, Marty? I need someone to drive me home. <laughs> yes, Cremo, I'm in there. <laughs> no, he's. <laughs> I, I don't think this is the case. Oh, please, please. Morning, Cremo. So, um, yes, all is I'll very see, good. Oh, well, I'll see you at the Empire then because that's where your little group of crimos and everyone gather. You will see me there at some before stage. Before the game. So I park down the road and then walk to the Empire. And yeah. what an awesome little family pub that is now. Katie's yeah. got it going awesome. My daughter works there. If anyone yes. who goes to the Empire and sees the girl with either red hair, pink hair, burgundy hair, Whatever colour hair she's got for the week. She's like that Nils Master coloured yeah, colour. She's fruit salad. Like fruit salad. So, <laughs> yeah, my daughter Cassie works behind the bar at um, the Empire. So Beautiful. So, yeah, and we go and pick her up yep. um, walking to the game. So she's come. she comes to the game. So we go to the Empire. And I always see Crimo and the boys Yes. Um, before they walk to the game as well. Yes. So. Now, I don't want to get too political this morning, but we have this beautiful big TV in our studio here and uh, we watch fishing shows of the morning. And I, I won't say too much on it, but I love Bergie. I love Bergie's fishing show. But I was so disappointed this morning where they caught this, and there will be a lot of listeners who are watching the show as well, and they caught this big, beautiful Queensland groper. Yeah. And it was... On the side of the bank, their job done. You could see it clearly, but for some reason, they this this protected species. Forgetting that side, of it, they thought, you know what, we need to get a better view of this. We'll stick a gaff in it, which they did. Put a gaff through its mouth and drag it up the beach, so that you could see it out of the water. And I'm just like, dear God, yes. Why in God's name, Bergie, did you do that? And like I said, let me. I love the guy. I, I actually enjoy his show. He's non-pompous. He's he's just a lad. Yep. And um, but that astounded me a bit. If if, if Gary Powers, if Marty Price, did if that. Ian Rayner, Lee Sharrett did that, oh my god, the world would collapse. Yes, if we put that on YouTube. If you put that on YouTube, and, I, and there will be people out there with the same views as, and I, I'm not putting you in my boat, but my boat, who's like. I, you I wouldn't not, do that. No, you don't need to do no. that. We could see the fish clearly. Chances are they've targeted the fish. Yes. You know, if you catch a queen. Well, no, let's not say that. Let's not go to that point. But, okay, so they've hooked it. Fair enough. That's enough. We don't need to stick a gaff in it and slide it up from so little Jimmy in his shed can see a better view of it. I know. It was a little bit um, strange, but mm. having it in the water probably doesn't make good viewing for... All it was great viewing. You could see yes, it clearly. I know. Gorgeous. It, and the fish, the gills were moving and it was... And then all of a sudden, it's laying on the beach and it's not moving. It's just sad looking. 
And yeah. you know, and I'm not being hypocritical because I'll neck a barrel in a heartbeat. That's yeah, not but what that's this different. is about. Yeah. That's a protected species, a Queensland grub. It, it's interesting. It's funny though um, what happens with. And I don't mind like little ones. Sorry to yeah, cut you off. Right. Like little ones, you know them. Oh, uh, they're beautiful yeah, to two, get a photo. Three, oh, I can't wait. And they're a nemesis. I've never ever caught Haven't a queen. Haven't you caught one? Oh. Never. And I want one of them small ones. And you know, I'll pull it straight out of the water and I'll hold it up proudly. Yes. And I would take, take a photo. thousand photos of it, and then I release it. This thing was. Two hundred pounds. Yeah, it was two hundred pounds. Come on, yeah, come on. Drag it up by the bottom jaw. <sighs> but it, it's an interesting thing, um, and and this is when I did the filming with Guesty the other yeah. last year. I hooked a shark. We hooked many sharks out yes. off Lucinda. Yes, and I'm fighting one, and I said, Ah, oh, it's a shark. I'll snap it off. Hmm. And Guesty said, No, 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 no. Fight it. Fight it to the boat. So I, I fought this. Yes, I fought this shark all the way to the boat, and we did our hoo ha and stuff like that. And at the end of it, uh, I was a little bit worn out because I just, just caught a nice cobia straight before that. <laughs> um, and I said to Guesty, I said, "Ah, oh, it's a dirty old shark, mate. Let's just cut it." He goes, "No." He said, "Believe it or not, sharks." get their most ratings from everybody down south. Us up here go, oh, yuck, a dirty old shark. Yes. People in the southern states go, Love oh, them. look, yeah. yeah. So it's an interesting thing. We think about our backyard yes. and not theirs down there. So the boys... Thank actually, God we're in our backyard. Yeah, I know. The boys actually put it to air with the shark, and I'm going, oh, it's a dirty old shark. Everyone's going to go, oh, look at this shark hunter here. No. But, no, the down south, they like watching um, the sharks getting caught. Can I ask you a view? I've always, yeah, whether they're a um, a bad species, not whether it be catfish or anything like that, obnoxious or a pain in the backside, yeah. when I've caught them, I've always released them. It's me too. Yeah, always released them. Uh, never hurt them, never beat no, them. Never bitten, belted no. them on the heads no, or anything, no. no. Are we getting to a stage with sharks? Because no one's doing anything in the government, so nothing's on the table yet. And we know as fishermen, they're completely out of control. Are we at a stage now, because if, if I'm being honest as a mate with you here, yeah. if I'm on a boat, someone else's boat, and they catch a shark and they um, end that shark's life, and then I don't know if that would ruin my day. I think I can handle that. I, th I think they're... But yeah, it's I don't. A hard is, one. is that a really shitty attitude? Because they're out of control. They're out of yeah, control. Yeah, it's hard, and I it's a dangerous thing for me to say on air. But the the problem with it is they're killing. And like you and I have said on this show, yeah, it's illegal, really. It is. But like you and I have said on this show, um, in order for us to get our bag limit of reds, for most people now, yeah, okay, to get your, your bag limits of red, so you've got twenty. 21 fish in the esky. To get that 21 fish with your three mates, you have killed another 50. Yeah, just to get it. Just to get them. Uh, the so we are destroying our reds population. Not just reds, but let's let's talk about nannies, for instance. We're destroying that population or the trouty population by... Because we... And I don't blame people. It's a lot of money to get to the reef, whether you're paying charter, whether you're putting your fuel in yeah. your boat. When I go out there... I don't give a crap. I want my fish. Yeah. You no, know, to make I, it worth my yes. financial while. But it, in the back of my mind, I know how many You're I'm wasting. sacrificing yeah. to get. It, it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, and I think half the reason is because there's the the size limit on shark sinks. You're not allowed to take anything over 1.2 
in Queensland. No, you're not. Um, and there isn't a commercial fishery really for sharks anymore. Yeah. That, that's died away. And and maybe it takes a commercial fishery to start back up with sharks mm. um, and then uh, I, I don't know what we and do. And you're right, it has died away. Last time we had Nathan on board, there was nine, eight Eight shark licenses. Now there's two. There's hardly anything. No yeah. one takes it, and and the quality of the bigger sharks, from what the boys tell me, going because this comes up in the mackerel forums, hmm. um, the quality of the big sharks is not all that good. No, but that doesn't say you can't make a fishery out of it and send those sharks overseas. Well, weren't wasn't it an aphrodisiac of sorts, a well, shark fin soup, or or something? I don't know. Never worked for me. No. <laughs> So, so no, no. I, I don't know. Um, but we don't have a real shark for, for table fishery. They do down south. They well, have the gummies. I've the never gummy eaten shark. one, but beautiful. apparently they're beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Um, and, and our shark, we, we're not shark eaters up here, whereas no. down south, a bit of flake, yeah. um, they climb all over it. So maybe it's time to start saying, yes, you can keep sharks six foot, seven foot. I think the difference is, though, like a gummy shark, as far as I know and, and listened and, and watched the occasion, I don't watch much fishing. They bore me. But there's no smell. No no smell no. with them. Whereas uh, our our black tips or whatever, what they've, yeah, the, they, the, they do. And that's the what the ammonia smell is very, very strong. But and it's saying off-putting. That, if we made it a full export market, mm. there's a country, countries overseas. Oh, so glad you continued with that word there. That would eat... eat um, <laughs> well, who is this man? That would eat those hand over fist, and they do. So, so yeah, maybe it's time to look at a decent shark fishery to offset the boys that can't yes. catch mackerel yep. and say, here, we'll help set up. Um, a shark fishery, and then um, export mm-hmm. some some into Australia, and the majority to export to China or yeah. Because let's face somewhere, it, but, uh, and look at tilapia, the biggest eaten fish in the world, the well, most consumed fish. Many years ago, and we're we're terrified of yeah. it, think it's some sort of noxious pet that will destroy our. Yeah. Many years, well, it is destroying. Oh, our, yeah. Well, our many years ago, I had a when I had the tackle store. Um, I had a big fish tank in the tackle store back in those days. Mm-hmm. And we had I remember. And uh, I actually, the fisheries boys used to come in. Scooter was a fisheries man then, Mr Hillier. And the boys used to come in and I'd say, I want to put tilapia in my fish tank mm. to educate people of what tilapia looked like. Yeah. So I wasn't allowed to. I had to fill... If I wanted to do it to put a tilapia in my tank that we just catch down at Mount Louisa Creek, right? I had to get an application form from Fisheries, mm-hmm. fill it all out, and then submit it and see. And no, I wasn't allowed to because it's a noxious species. Well, there you go. That's in the nineties, and then I actually had um, was invo- and see how good I was there. You mentioned Queensland Fisheries, yeah, you were very, and quiet. I said nothing. I said nothing well, about them. Now, Absolute bloody idiots. But, no, carry on, Gary. But. Then I got invited to a meeting with the then Fisheries Minister Warren Truss, federally. Was he the one who held the baitcaster upside down no, and went no, under backwards? that's Mark Ferner. That's oh, Queensland. I went to... Queensland Fisheries and doesn't know how the whole of fishery went, went. Oh, my God. I actually went to the meeting. It was down the old trawler wharf in Ross River. And Greg Radley, trawler man around town. Right. Very, very well-known commercial man was there, and so was Arthur Dobe back in the day. Okay. So there was myself, Arthur and Greg talking to Warren Trustee, and I said to him, we were talking about tilapia and noxious species, and I said, why don't you 
make it edible. I said, it's the biggest eaten fish in the world. Mm. I said, we export tilapia into Australia. We still do to this day yes. export tilapia into Australia, but we can't take it and eat it. Uh, you go to the Sid, you go to China. Can you fathom that? No. Okay. That, but that's fish people who. That's who, politics. Yeah. Like you go to Chinatown in, in Sydney hmm. and walk, go into a restaurant and see what fish comes out on a plate. It is all tilapia for everyone. Right. So if there was a. Have you eaten tilapia? No. Right. But because it hasn't, they don't build it up to be. No, they it, do not. It's many years, like many years ago, mate, where the European carp. European carp, exactly the same. Um, they were great fun to ping off the bank with your 22 and stuff like that when we were kids. And it was, it was oh, mate, they were so good. When we were kids, let me tell you the story. When no, we, let's go on one of our transients. I'll, go I'll just go off, go, go. I'll go off topic. When we were kids, <laughs> when we were young kids, we all had a 22. Mm-hmm. Little single, bold action, single shot Winchester 22 I had. Right. Classic little... And when we used to go up the farm, which was on the river, mm. carp move along the bank with their mouths open, just whoop, whoop, whoop. So as kids, we used to sit up on the bank with our twenty-two and pop them off in right. the water. It was so much fun. But anyway, they were the That's same. That's what kids do. That's what kids do. That, anyway, getting back on topic... Um, the same thing happened with the carp, which happened with the tilapia. Um, noxious species, you're not allowed to keep them, throw them. But then over the immigration side of through mm. Victoria, the Italians started Im- emigrating to Australia right. in those 50s, 60s, early 70s. And then the Vietnamese came in to Australia. Um, nothing wrong with that. I'm not having a crack at them. But they eat that. Yes. So they were starting to keep the carp mm-hmm. and eat it and and carp went from being a dirty old scungy fish right um to something that that gets eaten now um when they get it um so maybe and that's what i said to warren trust maybe you should educate people how to how to cook and eat tilapia instead of saying you can't take it and there's a lot of people that probably still that take tilapia now of course there is and take them home to eat because there's nothing wrong with them the, the biggest eaten fish in the world um and we we can't do anything with it so there's there's i don't know what the it's more of a roadblock with everything the sharks maybe let a shark fishery start back up yes and and we export it if we don't like eating it um, how about we export it to a country that will eat every skerrick of that shark? And there, and that's the way it goes. So, mm. mate, if we don't eat the meat, surely the liver or or something like that is of benefit to someone that just start and don't Most don't go definitely. silly on it. Don't no. don't go silly. Just maybe it'll offset. Um, maybe it'll offset people. There's a phone call coming in, Marty. Maybe it's someone topical. Topical. Go for it, Marty. Let's try it. Let's try it. Okay. I'm going to take it. Take this call. I'm taking it. Let me get myself organised because I haven't yet. And good morning, fishing show. Morning, Gaz. Morning, Marty. How are you? Oh, we are wonderful. This sounds like Ashley. It certainly is. Oh, Ashley, you intelligent bastard. Give me some information that we can use on the show this morning. Oh, I just rang up for a bingo number. Oh, you idiot. You were meant to ring me and give me some info. How have you and Ash been? Uh, you and Case been? Fishing, spanking oh, them well? 
Oh, not lately. We haven't been fishing too much. Um, more working and family orientated lately, so we haven't been out for a little while. For sure. How did you end up pulling up yesterday? Yesterday? No, that was good yesterday. That was good yesterday. I ordered them brake pads for my uh, brake trailer because uh, it's very important to, um, for boats our size, even though it's only a five-metre boat, but it's still heavy, big fiberglass girl. They have them brakes on the trailer to pull up all right on the highway, mate. Oh, it's all to do with your insurance. If they're not on there and they're not working, you'll have no insurance if you have a problem. No, fair enough. And while you bring that up, it's probably a valid point too, especially since we've got the strong wind warnings at the moment, um, that if you go out and strong wind warnings outside, your insurance is um, null and void also. So. Yeah, I, there, there is a limit, but I don't know what they actually class as the limit, like as the outside area. I don't actually know fully either, but I know that people have gone out in strong wind warnings, knowingly in a strong wind warning, and has their boats um, come into trouble, that they've had a whole lot of trouble with insurance. And um, look, it may be rightly so, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, well, Just an- enough, I don't want to go out there, but... <laughs> no, definitely. Just a number for you this morning, Ash. That'll be wonderful, thank you. Beautiful. Well, you're at the top of the list to start with. You're number 100, and Gaz is going to go from number one up. I'm going from 100 down. It's a whole lot easier than fighting each other for bingo numbers over the table. Yep, not a problem. Cool. Hey, we'll have to get you in the studio again soon. Uh, When I get a chance, yes. Yeah, yeah, you're a busy boy. But um, as soon as you... Yeah, we've got to catch up on a bit more fishing too. We found our mojo lately, Ash. We've been uh, spanking a few barrows. Yeah, it's about time. We've had a bit of a um, dry spell there. Before. I don't hear about those trips, Ash. <laughs> Only <laughs> see the, the photos holding fish. Yeah, no, don't hear about the... Thanks for clarifying that, mate. Oh, well, at least we don't catch rats. We catch real bears. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't put the photos up anymore, <laughs> mate. <laughs> mate, if you're clinging on to that, I'll cling on. At least I know how to start my boat. <laughs> wasn't my boats, Casey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're both scratching. And the head. results are in. Winner this morning, Ash Goodwin. <laughs> Good one, Ash. <laughs> See you, bro. See you. See bye. you, mate. Bye bye. Oh, you oh, idiot, good on him. You bloody good idiot. Good on him. He's a good lad. Him and Case are good fun. Yes, they are. And um, old Caseless down at um, Cleveland Farms now. So um, hillbilly heaven. Hillbilly heaven. So yeah. uh, they, they've um, that makes life a lot easier when they want to fish the likes of Crocky and yeah. Coco and so forth. It's it's a wonderful fishery over there, guys. It is. I went there on um, Sunday for a little poke around. Beautiful weather to get over there. Went at daylight. And mowed it over there, and it was beautiful and flat. Took some nice photos. Hmm. Um, Kaylin got some cod and trevally, and there was turtles and dugongs and yep. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And uh, it was just, and then came home three hours later before the wind picked up, and it was just a not, you know, nice little trip over there. Scoot around on the top of the tide, have a little look around, throw a couple of lures around. I did want to do the tree line, but it was filthy. Yeah, you no. know when you get to the tree line and you're hoping it's crystal clear and you can see them coming out of the root system, but there was the weeds were drifting along the weed yep. and they, the the grass, seagrass was stuck in the root system. Yeah, no, and, thank you. And I went ah, so we had a little cruise around. It was nice and came home nice and early. I think I was home before eleven thirty. So yeah. look, them tree lines, um, and I'd love to hear people's opinions on it and so forth. Um, it, it, I don't fish it when it's dirty. I just don't no. feel feel as though it's going to happen. It needs to be that nice green water yes. for me. Even if there's a gentle 
swell going in there. No problem whatsoever. It was filthy. Yeah, it's and it's over them tree lines, cattle, cocoa, uh, cattle, uh, crocking, yep. cocoa, and so forth. Is a, is a prime example for fishos who are getting new to the sport to find out just how far back the barrows go to travel because you're like 150 meters away and you can hear these things buffing in there. And when they buff, they buff properly. It's just yeah, you can hear them way it's back. It's incredible. There. They are so far back in there. Hence, the prime time to be fishing them areas is on that run-out tide, mostly. 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 And it's, it's how long you tide. stay there. The- well, and that's where, you know, we're comfortable in our boat. And then the little mate comes along in his skiff. He's there for another hour before yes. we've got to go. Yeah, we've got to leave. Yeah. And, and normally when you leave is the time you should be staying. Most definitely. The and look, there's pros it. and cons with that. Because we get to go home in relative safety. And he and may then, be stuck on the mud. Yeah, well, he, it might be very, very rough coming home for him. Unless, of course, he's, he's um, got a um, way home in, into Crocky like, like Ash and Ash. Case does. Yeah, nice and, nice and easy. Yeah. Um, very windy out there. It is. We've still got that strong wind warning. And from what I was listening, Olivio uh, gave me a call last night and reckons it's going to be hanging around for a little bit longer, Gary. Yeah, we have. Uh, let me go to Ames Weather. What big show are you going to this weekend? I'm just going to go to that caravani show just to have a look at what caravans are there. Is that what it's called, the caravani show? Well, I, the expo thing. I don't know, to be honest. I, just, <laughs> I don't know whether it's the Townsville Expo or the caravani show. I was surprised show. they didn't contact us to have a chat before. No need, We mate. could have given them well, a, a good no, We could have had a chat with but it's all good. Um, Cleveland Bay, south-southeasterly at 17 knots. Davies Reef is where you want to be today at east southeasterly at 27 knots. Hmm. And the Yongala, which is how we do our little triangulation. Is that the word? Triangulation is fine. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's loading now. Yongala's about 16 or 17 knots as well. So, so. I thought it'd be a little bit worse, but it's certainly going to oh, be. It's only up. early, Marty. It is only 7.30. Yes, I think it's that time of the morning uh, where we now um, go to our first song and ad break. What do you reckon? Everyone can ring in, grab a bingo number. Yes. We've got uh, a couple of gr- three great prizes again today. Good morning, Mum. Happy Mother's Day for tomorrow. I love you. And my beautiful wife, all the mums out there. Mum obviously. Out. Uh, going oh, to go over and have a visit. My mum's got a heavenly Mother's Day. Yes, seventeen indeed. years this year. Wow! I know it's amazing. It Holy only seems hell. like last week that, that she, gone quick. she Don't closed blink. her eyes on me. Don't um, blink. And, and you know the uh, three great Australians that year when Mum kicked the bucket: Steve Irwin, Peter Brock, and my mum. All in the same year. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, so yeah. Seventeen yep. years. And Slim Dusty. And Johnny Cash. Well, not on the same year, was it? Yeah, I think so. I didn't notice that. I'll have to look. Oh, no, no. That was way earlier. Wait, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That was so, I, yeah, I happy Mother's wrong. Day to all the mums out there. Yes, and most definitely. All right, let's play our first song. A little bit of uh, Australian Crawl. What do you reckon? Some boys light up, mate. And Love uh, this song. Yes, yes. So, um, all everyone out there, Mama's Little Helper, coming out for more.
Hi, this is Gary from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Every day's a good day, stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See you down a tackle world today. Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing. Proper good after sale service. And all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the North Queensland Fishing Show on this wonderful station 4K1G2 Deadly. I'm in the studio as always with me mate Gazza. We're having a great show. We've got so many topics that we have to cover today. We are going to get back to our little sooty grunner talk and a couple yes. of other things. In the meantime, we had a, a message a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we've actually had a few messages. People curious about um, our harbour, port, whatever it, it is. Yes. Um, wh- where can we go? Where can't we go? And so forth. Um, look, it, 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 there is a map at the yes. at the boat ramp, which you can have a look at and so forth. If you go inside the harbour proper, basically you, you can't be in there. You can't. Anywhere where there's ships and so forth. Now, you'll see... On the edges of, on the ends of the pylon, or, or the edges of, ends of the docks, it says you're not allowed to be within 30 metres. But they leave themselves a slight loophole there because the signage clearly says within 30 metres when a vessel is docked. So Joe Blow goes in there. There's no vessel. There's nothing on the fuel berth, nothing on number of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine berths. Like, okay, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to have a bit of a fish. There's not a vessel within sight. The problem being is that you're not allowed to do that. You're just not no. allowed to. Now, when you, there are some guards down there who um, were single, single children, and they get their knickers. Be careful. In, in a, oh, I didn't listening. mean it like that. Yes, you I, did. No, I didn't mean it like that. Only child. So, no. Um, look, there's some there that over, overreact. I and, like um, you all. And so, basically, when you're coming out of the harbour from the Coast Guard ramp, when you pass that six knot area, if you 
venture right at all, you, you the, that, the, you're not allowed in there. That's what they're saying. You're not allowed in there. Obviously, if you go in there because there's a, a ship and the and the beacon's flashing and you have to stop, sure, you can drift in there or whatever, or if you're going around the cat, there's no problem whatsoever. But as far as venturing in there and, and going for a bit of a fish or whatever. Around structure, no. Uh, well, no. They're saying you can't anchor up. In. Anywhere or, or drift anywhere and fish in the middle of the harbour, for for instance. So that's that's the basic the, the, ruling there, and that yeah. extends to outside on the Kennington Wharf as well. Yes, if you no barrows out that wharf, so there's a waste of time going there anyway. Now, if you did, found a good anchor out there once, I was out there one night, and you know fishing under stealth with yes. all lights off. Yeah, and seen a seen a anchor rope floating on the surface hmm. just drifting look it looked like it had been cut so as you do i grabbed it hmm. and i started pulling on the anchor rope yeah and it pulled me all the way i yeah. was out in the shipping channel i wasn't in there yeah really and it pulled me all the way onto the cannington wharf and i jiggled and i pulled up an anchor and chain well, there you go, Gary. So people are anchoring under this. So be careful. Of course, they're anchoring. Yeah, and people go on it, um, and, and you know what? If I'm being honest, still got uh, it. There's a lot of guards that turn a blind eye, and I know they do. They're like Marty. Just be Stop careful. It. Yep, no dramas, mate. Others absolutely lose their mind, and you have to appreciate that. Okay, That's no problem. That's their job. Um, some are definite fishermen, so they're like they'll have a chat. They want to. They want to know what's going on. They want to know what you've hooked. They want to know what you're throwing. They'll point out a barrow that they can see because they're up so much higher. And so some are really, really good like that. And then they say, "Hey, look, lads, I know it's a really shitty rule, and there's nothing here in sight. And you probably haven't got a bombing board that you want to put underneath their harbour, but you've got to go. Sure, no dramas, no dramas. It's not worth my while. No, no more. Not- I've got. I've sussed out the harbour enough now. Sure, I'll. I'll still go out and. And stretch the limits. Of course I do. And I'm not going to lie on air because I've got too many people that know I fish out there. And well, I, your boat is a little bit unmistakable. Yeah, and I don't hide my boat. Not at all. No. Um, I, I am su- certainly respectful. There's places that I'd love to go in the harbour that's dream fishing. Absolute the, dream that fishing. That we used to be allowed to fish. That we used to be allowed to fish. In the and old days. And, and for, for new listeners Underneath. and so forth, um, 9-11 was our detriment. Yeah. Um, 9-11 ended our, uh, our, our fun times in the harbour and um, the, at, the, the, the world got very uptight. Yeah. But as you've always said, it's, it's an interesting topic because we can't go anywhere near our harbour or harbour here, the, the working harbour. No. Um, but yet in Brisbane, their massive big harbour chasing their threadies, they can almost sit underneath the nose of a boat. And, and they do. Them. And, and they do, and, and then, Abbott Point is is the same, and which is um, like Although there are a little few e- exclusions always, around there now. I've always described our harbour as small harbour syndrome. We're just an angry little harbour. So, and I can't understand why because, and we've mentioned this before on numerous occasions, and we've seen it a thousand times on YouTube. These boys are sitting between nuclear submarines and destroyers and 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 they're fishing away and they're catching these big beautiful salmon and so forth and then us here we'll go beside some rusted ass stupid tug from tunisia what are you doing i'm like what just what what am i missing here so just to clarify for the people that have messaged us and and where you are allowed to fish and where you can't in the harbor if you put your boat in at the coast guard boat ramp and you start to head out 
Um, you see where the rock wall heads a sharp 90 degree right and heads into where all the working boats are. So if you took a line from there and went straight out to sea, 50 metres past the end of the Cannington Wharf, yep. went straight across towards Crocky and joined up with the new wall, mm-hmm. um, that whole area is out for fishing. But if you were to come out anywhere on your left, yes. the duck pond, um, the wall of the duck pond is all good. Yes. Um, if you go into Ross River Mouth, um, anywhere along that rock wall, all the way out on the new wall, yep. and where it returns around the corner is all good and all holds good we fish. We have, over the many, many, many moons that I've fished the harbour, we've had a lot of altercations with, har- with, with guards on the outside walls, saying that we're not allowed to be trolling the outside walls, where they Which get is rubbish. the big bird. And we kindly... And they take your registration down, they take, and I give it all to them. And, yep, here's my name, here's my blah, 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 blah. And then there's never a callback because someone who's got half an idea goes, dude, no, we don't own that. They're allowed to be there. You Which brings us to our it, next so. point because um, a little while ago I put up a um, photo, and I have a 1,000 photos if I wanted to, with the pier restaurant in the background in yes. the marina, which is inside the marina proper. And um, a gentleman, one of our listeners, said, hey, Marty, I don't – you, I thought you weren't allowed to, to fish in there. And um, and I responded, well, you fought 100% wrong. Um, and this is true. I've, I've, I've fished in out of the boat in our Townsville Breakwater Marina for 25, 30, 35 years. Never, ever have I gotten in trouble being in the boat. And there's a fine line with that. If you're on the rocks, that's a different story. Right, if you want to fish on the pier restaurant, that wall with the pier restaurant yeah. and the thousand people wall from the casino and back, sure, you can fish there all day long. The Anzac um, Park, if you want to fish along that wall, you can fish along that all day long. That's no problem whatsoever. Once you fish on the marina side or anywhere where there's housing and so forth, you're, you're not allowed there. That's it. Game over. So when I go into the marina, I don't tie off to the wharfs or anything like that. Never, ever have I gotten in trouble. You can go and fish there all you like. Now, where I say there's a fine line is that you've got to remember that these people have some multi-million dollar cruises, yachts, and so forth. The last thing they want is some bald idiot throwing a lure at the back of their gel coat. And you know what? I understand that. I understand that. I I can fully get the reasoning. So don't expect that you're going to go in there and everyone's going to be polite. They hate your guts. (laughs) They hate your guts. Hence why... Ten years ago, and this isn't a secret, you, you know, you turn your light on, the light brings the bait, the bait brings the barra, the barra brings me and you. End of story. Yep. So, and then people obviously thought, you know what, the longevity of my boat's more important. I'm going to shut my lights down. So now it's rocking horse poo to go into the marina or to the yacht club or anything like that and see a blue light on. Every now and again, a tourist will come in who has no idea and wants to show off the back of his boat and we're like, yes, you little beauty. There's ways around that just quietly. So that's so as much as you're allowed to do that, you have to have respect. You have to, you know, like I, I won't go in there with some bloke who's been throwing a bait baitcaster for two weeks and yeah. uh, with a big lead jig head. Why which not? Is where, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's just embarrassing and you will get roused upon and they are very, very protective and I would be protective of my boat. So I'm making that crystal, crystal clear. I have never seen any information or any rules that said you can't be on the water in the marina because no one owns that. 
No one owns the water, the high tide mark, the low tide mark, and so forth. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But you are, a, if you've. But I've never seen the proof of it. And like I say, I have never, ever, ever had a guard come out or anything and say, you're not allowed here. Here is the reasoning. Get out. If you step foot onto a pontoon, a pontoon or, or a walkway or anything like that, or tie off to it, you, you, you're breaking the law. And that's where that comes into it. Now you're in trouble because everybody will go down there tonight with their boats and get roused on. But it's an interesting one. Just just be courteous um, around people's boats and stuff and, like and that. And it's the same. It's the the same old thing. It, it takes a few to ruin it for everyone. It's just like uh, a farmer opens up his his his, his lot for to go and fish a private creek and they do the wrong thing they leave all rubbish behind they do this do that end of story the farmer says yeah. i'm not opening this gate no more none of you shits are allowed on here boom it's the same with that sort of situation you get blokes who have no and humans are there's some yeah. really crappy ones that walk amongst us who have no respect no yeah. nothing so if that clear, and they'll ruin it for us clears it up about yeah. um we're allowed to fish nowhere where there's working big but boats. crew get as much fishing in as you can especially where you're allowed to fish because if things keep going the way they are, if the government gets the way they want, if Greens get the power that they're getting, you're going to have to go to we'll right. Bumlot, Idaho, in order we'll to still be able fish. to go for a fish. We'll have a little protest. Um, our sooty talk. Last week we were speaking. You hate me talking political. You cut me off every time. You'll be right. <laughs> You'll, You'll be, right. be fine, mate. No, people go, oh, not again, Marty. <laughs> um, I have we've got one of the guys here said no no I don't do it very no, often. No I know go on. Um, uh, one of our listeners says I had the uh, marina security guard let me just uh, kick me out of the breakwater marina because he said it was private water in the marina. I don't know how you get private water on a title with a mouth. Yeah no no it's exactly the same as let's say Cardwell Marina. You're allowed to fish at the back of the boats in the Cardwell. No one owns that water. No, no one owns can, that water. Uh, that in, you, you can't. Yeah. If you're in a boat and you're floating, you cannot be. Let, let the grotty yotties say what they want, and they do. We've had some wonderful conversations with them, and they know they 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 just can't win. Their little yap yaps barking at us, and I hope you're right. Don't want to go to court. Um, I'm done now. Right. I'm yeah, in big trouble. You've put it all over. And while we're talking, in the ad break, I was talking to another one of our listeners, and he said um, he's gone now, but um, he, he's gone upstairs. Uh, but he used to have a hut, a particular hut, and um, get a lot of tilapia, hell, hell of a lot of tilapia. And they would have parties and whatever, and he would cook them up and have the butter, flour, and so yeah, forth, and tell the people that it was... Barramundi, remember this is illegal, so there's yeah. no names involved here. He said no one ever knew the difference. No. But Absolutely delightful. They cook up white, gorgeous fish. Yeah, so maybe it's more of an education. And then uh, had Kyle um, Curry on the phone. He went down to the Horton yesterday and just in our um, shark little chat. Right. Uh, he was saying the amount of bull sharks in the Horton. Oh, he said anywhere he went up Bush, he stopped for more than five minutes. Boom, there was one on the boat, beside yep. the boat. Yep. Um, you could see on the side scan. So, yeah. so you are you going to play a song and then no, we'll come no, back? Then not, we'll come back and start our continuation of the sooty. We runner. will, but yeah, we're in. We're, we're certainly in big trouble with um, our um, with our sharks. There's no ifs or buts. One of the little gripes that I get with it is that the guys 
There's lots of advocates for releasing big fish. We release our big fish now. And why I've got to catch one first. Yeah, but when you do, you release. Yeah, yeah, so, you're going to release a meadery all the time. That's good. If you don't, I have no problem with it. I've kept a myriad of meaderies, and they taste bloody good out of the harbour. So that's not what this is about. But what what gets on my gut is these guys that pump their chest about it and, and oh, you should release, you should release. But they'll lose a, a metery to a bull shark at, let's say, hectate. Then they'll try again, hook up, lose another metery, try again. They've, they've killed four meteries in trying to get their glory. Yeah, it's an interesting one. So it just one, blows mate. everything Sharks out are... of the water. Like, if you technically, if you catch a metery, there's going to be chances more there, but it gets eaten by a bull shark. You're not going to get another one. If you get it to the boat, it's a small minor miracle. Because once you get e- eaten once, that's it. Yeah, you may as well go. Same as out the reef. You, you, you lose a trouty to a shark. Do, do, do they go, oh, I've had my feet, I'm out of here? No. They just keep they, eating. They keep eating, Gary. That they do. They keep eating, Gary. Right, I'm done now. I'm going to go right have a valium. Yep. Good stuff. Let's... Continue on on this beautiful Saturday It morning. is a beautiful Saturday, Gazza. Yeah, no breeze this morning in close, but out wide's horrible. So, uh, yeah. Well, ch- let's play a nice country song to get the say started, Gary. Is it a long one? I'd been forgotten, I'd I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? I'd been forgotten, I'd I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go?
did you come from Katnado? Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sun Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sun. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday Fishing Show. It is a beautiful Saturday. I hope you've got your coffee or your beer or your rum or your dory or whatever it rum. is that you're doing to listen to us. Yeah, it's I've got mine all, right beside me. You do. You do. And I love the way you disguise it in that coffee colour too. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Rum and coffee. Hey, uh, we were talking about sooties last week because we, we were indeed. We tracked down the Barramundi path quite regularly. And this um, is a good segment for you. You actually enjoyed it. I, could I like see the your sooties. Enthusiasm. Um, next week, though, next week, next week's show. Yes. Um, it's coming up to um, mm. Marlin season. So next week, uh, we're going to do a Marlin special next week and you know what i'm looking forward to it because i'm gonna learn something yes well i'll i'll give a couple of little secrets away which i do beautiful Um, you're on the microphone next week so i'll be the listener well you'll be prompting and we'll be talking so next week we'll do a marlin it may not interest um a lot of people but if you want to get out there and and chase a pelagic or a black marlin or but that's only next week the week after that we're going to get back to proper fish again guys real fish again i'll be away that weekend i'll be up at hinchinbrook um fishing the ingham rod and reel catch and release tournament so uh so i'll be out of the studio again but our sooties last week we touched on where to look for and uh what time of the day and we'll just do a little recap um with your sooties they bite better in that uh early morning um as most of those species of fish do um and then in the the late afternoon usually in the middle of the day when the sun's directly above they tend to 
go a little bit deeper and hide under their log or under their overhang or wherever they're going. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, your best best bets are in that morning and then in the late afternoon. Early morning, um, if you get down to the river, um, especially um, this time of the year when it's starting to get a bit cooler and a little mm-hmm. bit late, another month or so, and you get just see that little... I don't know what it is, smoke haze over the top of the water yeah. and the sun just starting to crack is perfect. In the old day, that used to be Terry Garlic. Yeah, <laughs> mate, used to smoke that much. <laughs> back in the back in the day, I've never seen anyone smoke cigarettes so many. Um, but anyway, you get there early morning. That's how Deep Purple come up with their song. Smoke <laughs> on the water. Yes. Yeah, they went fishing with Tez. Sitting with Tez on the side of the bank. <laughs> mate, I must admit with Tez, when I fished with Terry... Um, and we did the Ingham Rod and Reel all those years ago. And, right. he, and he was a very heavy smoker, was Tez. Mm-hmm. Um, not once did I ever see Terry throw a cigarette butt over the water. By the end of the day, he had a top pocket full of cigarette butts. Well, there you go. Not once did I ever see him throw a cigarette on the floor, out a window, anywhere. They all went into the bin or the top pocket. So that was pretty good. Hey, kudos for that. Yeah. So... But anyway, so in the early mornings, um, late afternoon, uh, middle afternoon gets very hard um, on your sooties. Mm. They tend to sit a bit deeper, but then as it that sun starts dropping, um, away they go again. And we didn't didn't get to um, the stage of what outfits to throw. I don't throw bait casters. Mm-hmm. Um, I like throwing a little spin. You can, I Do can, you really? Yeah, it can tend to get a little bit further across a river system. That's where that BFS stuff comes into its line, the bait finesse systems. It's a whole different world out there now, Gaza. I promise you. Yeah, but you're throwing really, really light. That's loop. BFS. That's it's designed it? for that. Completely different spools. We'll have a talk about it on a different episode. Yeah, but that they make it bait um, finesse, system. finesse systems by a completely shallow spool. They change the whole spool and everything up on the bait caster. You can even pimp a normal bait caster up by buying a veil. Um, from a company called Avail overseas, um, pimped up spools to, and you can then get incredibly light, light um, lures that you could only ever cast on spin with Baycaster now. I'm going to give you one over play with. They are amazing. Thanks, BFS man. You know I'm fair. You I'm basic. condescending bastard. Go, <laughs> I'm a basic. Go on. You're basic. Mate, it all took right. me ages to buy a Conquest, only because you. You had one and said, Gaz, and my mate Chatter's got one and said, Gaz, get yourself a conquest. You will not be disappointed. Yep. I said the same thing about girls to you in the early days. And I did, and I wasn't yep. disappointed. You, you, you changed from what you're on to girls. <laughs> I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> no, please, carry so on. So let's go on with our sooties. Yes. Um, yeah, so I like spin and a nice little whippy type spin, three to five kilo. Yeah. Um, so n- something not too too light and and around that 10 pound braid 10 mm-hmm. to 12 pound braid and and let's be realistic your your 10 pound braid is breaking at 18 19 20 pounds so yes. so you're not going to get um over overly beaten up by a sooty unless it's really heavy structure for sure and then leader i drop it down to 15 to 20 okay and you can get some fairly um thin 15 or 20 these days. Are you days. using mono or fluorocarbon? Mono. 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 Now, is that because, um, to, so that our listeners understand, because a mono floats, correct? Mm-hmm. And fluorocarbon sinks. Sinks to invisibility. To invisibility. So, so the, the reason and beyond. people like fluorocarbon because A, it sinks. Yeah. B, 
it's a lot more. It's it's harder to tie knots with, so it's a lot more abrasion resistant. Yes, and and C, it's crystal clear. Yeah, well, with your fluorocarbon, it's a very hard coated um, leader material. Uh-huh. So when you tie a standard mono, say you have forty pound Genkai, which is a leader brand or Samaki or whatever it is in mm-hmm. leader. When you tie that on mono leader and you pull it up, your knots bury into that. So they clamp right on it. Okay. With your fluorocarbon being a hard coat, when you pull it up, they don't bite in as much. So you've got to do a couple more twists and a couple more locks. Mm-hmm. To If you do just a standard old Albright or something like that, mm-hmm. chances are with, with fluorocarbon it's going to just pull straight through because okay. it doesn't clamp on. So if you're using fluorocarbon and, we, and you do it with all – knots you tie or whether leaders you tie on, give it that, like, grab it and really reef on it mm. because you don't want to cast that in um, and a big fish grab it and it just goes, boom, because your fluorocarbon will come straight out. Classic example, I was fishing with Dom once. Right. Um, we were fishing that wreck over in Cockle Bay. Mm-hmm. Dom pulled a brand-new flat rats out of and and this was in – I was still in the shop, so this is the 90s. Fluorocarbon hadn't been around all, all that long. It had probably been in America for 150 years, but here. Mm-hmm. And so we had some from a company called Sunline had sent some. Yes. So I was using it, and I said to Dom, I said, oh, mate, you've got to be a bit careful with this. Apparently, you've got to really double up on your knots and all that. So Dom tied in. Dom's good on knots, tied his normal knot. Put his brand new flat rats, second cast. The Trevally's come from the side of the wreck. Grabbed his his flat rats and boom, pulled his pulled the uh, fluorocarbon straight out of the braid. Oh no! Yeah, and gone. So you have to be really, really careful with your fluorocarbon. That's why I just use mono. It's more forgiving if you're not a knotter. Yes. If you don't do your FGs and if you just want to do a standard simple. Away we go not, like mm. 99%, 95% of everyone does. Not nowadays. No, everyone the wants FG's to be in rip. the FG. I, I like trying the FG, but I failed dismally at it because I don't you do it You can buy tools, mate. Yeah, I know. I've got a good tool. Um, so it, I have. Chatter got me a, this. I wasn't F- looking at you funny. No, I've got an FG thing that you set on the table and wind your line. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, it keeps, got, it, the, keeps yes, it even and straight. I've tight. got one. So... Um, yeah, I, I just use standard mono on my sooties, around that 15 to 20 pound. It's it's more easier to tie knots. Mm. And, and let's face it, it's easier and quicker and away we go. I'm not a fan, like I said, of the FG knots because I have mates that tie FG knots, but they lose the whole bite window, retying. Oh, and 20, mates, 28, 29 minutes Some people later. are pretty quick at it, though. They ha- if you're going to tie the FG, you've got to be quick. Yeah. You've got to be quick because you just, if you're re-rigging for that long, I'm like, dude, just tie a normal yeah. knot. Yeah, so so getting back to around, uh, I don't go any more um, than a three thousand size spin. Three thousand yep. is is fine. I got a couple of fifteen hundreds. Three thousand is big for sooty, so yeah. Yeah, but so it's it depends what what, what company you're getting it from because yeah, some it does. some three thousands are half the size again than another company's uh, three thousand. I think you like your Daiwas, your Abus, your Shimano's pens are all they all come under the same banner. A one, two, two and a five, three, yeah. four. They're all the same size. But some of the ATCs and so forth. Yeah, a little bit smaller. Yeah, so bigger, no, yeah. Yeah, so head up to nothing more than that three thousand size, fifteen hundred 
2000 is pretty yep. good. Um, and like I said, around you don't have to, the braid doesn't have to be um, all that, or if mono, if you want to use mono, yep. 12 to 18 pound mono, whatever yep. you want to run. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and a nice little spin stick. And I don't have the spin sticks I use are not long. Right. They're not super long. How, how long is not long? Six foot. So which is really short for a spin yeah, stick. Yeah, but they're very uh, they're very whippy through the tip. So you can. So get, we're going an ultra fast taper. Yeah, so you can get those little lures and little poppers across the other side. Because let's face it, when you're walking a river bank, yes, most of the good stuff is on the other side of the river. Yes. It's like the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. So you come to a really nice river yeah. and then you look across the other side of the river and you go, oh, there's all the good stuff over there. Yeah. So you need a little bit of casting distance. So something nice and, and easy and easy to run around with Yeah. Um, and just flick around here and there. So I like spin. There are some nice little bait casters you can get. The old Calcutta 50. Um, is probably a classic little sooty reel. Isn't it? And that was very, very nice. But most of my bait casters are loaded with 20 to 30 pound, and it outguns um, the sooties a little bit when you're walking the Herbert or somewhere like that. So I do like spin. Yeah. Easier to use, a um, little bit easier to control. When yeah, and I think a lot across. of people, especially in them sweetwater areas, they call it sweetwater, sweet don't water. they? I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, a good thing that they do there. Hey, but I it, yeah. have uh, Mick from Motoco on the line with us this morning. Good morning, Mick. How are you, my friend? Good morning, boys. Good morning, listeners. What's going on? Oh, we've got plenty going on this morning. How was your I weekend know. started? Yeah, really good, mate. It's a beautiful day. It is. Slight breeze down here at Bowen Road. It's nothing too bad at the moment. It's nice and cool. The weather's had a change. Yeah, the yeah. has gone. I was talking to Mike from Mount Low, and he was saying that it was beautiful weather this morning. It hasn't gotten up, but it's due for a bit of a change in a couple of hours' time. Then yeah, she'll start yeah. The... I've heard you talking there this morning. It's going to get a bit uh, bit blowy out there. Yeah, most definitely. Hey, Stay in how... the creeks and be safe then. 100%. How was Cardwell yeah. last week? Give us a rundown. Oh, mate, it's pretty good. Oh, it was pretty good? How did you play, <laughs> first of all? Ah, uh, not too bad. I was, I was, I was okay. Um, my lovely partner Tanil uh, got me um, a new set of golf clubs for our anniversary. Uh, Twenty years. <laughs> Twenty girl. years. Twenty Baby. years. Wow! Big shout out to Tanil. Thanks for putting How's, up with yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say she has done so well. <laughs> You're my captain. I know. I should be buying her golf clubs, not her buying me golf clubs. But anyway, so isn't I, had that, to, I was learning my new sticks. There you go. Isn't it funny? <laughs> isn't it? Doesn't time fly, mate? That I knew yeah. Tanil before she even knew you. Yeah, I know. Time How just, about that? I know. T- time just flies. So, what you get? Your set of pings. Oh, they were they were nice ones. <laughs> Not quite pings by the sound of it. You got the pongs. Oh, they, 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 they were they were nice ones anyway. They were a little bit special. So, did you get measured up cool. and did all the right stuff? Um, no, 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 no. The, the the guy after she gave them to me, I went to see the guy at the at, uh, at the golf shop, and uh, he he can get them measured too, yeah, within a millimetre. But I'm not that good a golfer that's going to worry about it. You it know, it could be uh, the difference. Ah, uh, well, no, no, yeah, the big difference in golf it's your head. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're dead right. There's too much to think about in a golf swing and uh, and a golf game. So well, you can have all the best clubs in the world and the best balls, and but you just can't change your head. But you look good though. Oh yeah, and all the all the gear and no idea. Yeah. That's my game. Yeah, and and people from a distance look at you and go, "Geez, that guy can play." Until they see yeah, you, until they see you hit off at the par three and it runs all the way along the ground. Yeah, it goes it goes about uh, fifty meters. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. 
But no, Cardinal was very good. The weather was lovely. It was nice and warm up there, actually. It was uh, had a bit of cloud cover, so I kept it down. But uh, no, the course was in fantastic condition, and I think everybody had a... Uh, a good weekend, so uh, no, it was very nice. Good stuff. That's a lovely little car you've sent me today. It is, mate. Yeah, it's a, it's a cracker, actually. It's um, it's a 2016 uh, Suzuki Grand Vitara. Yes. In an automatic, only done about 75,000 kilometres. Nothing, and it's immaculate. Very, very, very clean little car. And I think, and don't quote me on this, I'd have to do a little bit more research, but I think these you can put them in, in neutral and tow them behind a a motorhome or, or a caravan or something like that, you know, if you need a little, yes. a little drive around car. So I think you can put these ones in neutral and you can uh, tow them, but I'll have to, I, I can confirm. Don't quote you on that. Interested. No, no, <laughs> but I can confirm. <laughs> if, uh, if someone's interested in doing something like that, I can make sure. Well, it's a perfect little car. It's a perfect little car for that. Yeah, yeah, and, and, um, there's not too many of them around, especially with those sort of kilometres on them. You know, it's, um, and it's only I think we've got it at twenty three nine ninety or twenty four nine ninety. I only just put it on the yard yesterday. Beautiful. So, yeah. No, Very it's a, clean it's a little car. yeah, it is, mate. Yeah, and anyone wants a first little car that will last yep. them for. Yonks. Very economical. It's, yeah, very yeah. economical, which you need these days. Although, and they do have uh, high and low range in them too, so they are a, a fairly capable little four-wheel drive. So, yep. if you're, you know, a good little beach car, or you know, as I said, tow up behind a caravan or a motorhome, and um, happy days. Yeah, if you bog it on the beach, you can pick it up. <laughs> yeah, you just much. get out, lifted two, up. Two or three people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Mick, how, side. how's yeah. the phones working this morning? You seem to be hearing us just perfect. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah no, Dave. The last couple of times have been terrible, but anyway, I can no, hear you no. loud and clear. I know what I know what uh, happened. I spoke to Dave during the week, and Dave's fixed it. So, oh, so, good. so he's all a genius, good. That man. Oh, he is, mate. He's, he's, oh, he's a good, a good absolute fella. Absolute genius, mate. It is a uh, a lovely little car. What else has been happening, <laughs> mate? You still uh, anyone? Yeah. If anyone has a nice car and they want to sell it, they yeah. can still bring still, it in yeah. for you. Still looking for cars to buy, mate. Absolutely. So. Uh, um, yeah, we sold a few during the week, so I need to replace them. So anything sort of a ladish model and low kilometres, and um, or it doesn't have to be that, but um, anything that's in really good order, I'm happy to have a look at it, and we can sort of pay same day as, uh, and if there's a finance payout, we can have a look at um, paying that out for you as well. If there's uh, if it's less than what the car's worth, we can arrange all the different finances for you, and we can do on-site finance here for our cars too. So if you want to buy one, uh, Big Leon's our finance man, so he can. Uh, well, you don't argue with him when he sets the rates. No, no, no not at six foot seven. <laughs> he got he got hands on him like a bear. He has, so, mate, <laughs> but he runs slow. I've called him names and he can't catch me. Kettle <laughs> <laughs> giant, he is. He is. You guys are going fishing on the weekend? No, no. too windy, mate. I'm. Oh, okay, nothing in the creeks. Oh, there barren. would be, but um, I'm going to the expo. Oh yes, yeah. The caravanny expo. Out what that- Oh, the caravani thing, yeah. That's thing me jig. I heard you talking about that this morning. Yeah, you yeah. guys are there, aren't you? We are, yeah, Motorco RV. They've got a new range of caravans, actually. Oh, good. Um, you got any free passes at, at your office? I've got oh, to pay. I don't have any here. No, it's, I'm only joking, man. I'm going down there. <laughs> You're but they've got a caravan. new range of caravans called Crusader, so uh, I don't know much about caravans, so I won't rat on no. about it. But no, they're, we're, they're a very good product. So. The missus um, wants to go and check out some of the little vans. I like my camper yeah, trailer and so does she, but you just never know. Ooh, yeah, yeah, they you got see. The, they got Something in the pipeline. There no, well. there is nothing in the pipeline in caravans. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I don't want to be a glamper. <laughs> yeah, you do. A, I don't, mate. It's no? not, My little camper trailer is beautiful. Not, yep. You got an air conditioner in Chris it? Chris Owen shares a gra- glampers. They've mm. got a really yep. nice caravan. 
Yeah, right. Has got your the, little camper got an aircon in it? Well, I've got a portable aircon that I put in oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shez right. has got the blue hair. She fits in very well with the glamping <laughs> scene in the caravans. So, you certainly don't want that. You're, you're no. like one step off Ivan yeah. Malat. And, <laughs> and Chris, has got, Chris has got the purple hair and Shez has the blue hair. No, I do. I have a little portable um, air conditioner for when it's too hot, just to throw it in yeah. there. And, and uh, yeah, you, you need idea. that when it's warm. This just time of year, yeah, this, just take the edge off. But this time of year, it's fine. It's uh, it, yeah, it's good. So no, mate, we're heading down there for a little look, see what's see what's around yeah. and see what's going on. Take the little grandkidlet stuff down there. So, yeah, they uh, will. I'll take the grandkidlets with me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yep. take, take... Yeah, they can run a muck in all the caravans and pull things down and... Oh, hell yeah. And yeah, I, I just throw them in it and shut the door and then I walk around. <laughs> I just find a caravan, throw them in it, shut the door and then I can walk around the show in peace. I'll come back yeah, and get yeah. them later. If you come back and the caravan's all in good order, that's the one to buy. Yeah. <laughs> it's been kid-tested. Yeah, no, so, uh, so no, all good, mate. What time are you home till today, bud? Uh, open at 1 o'clock down here, 1618 Bowen Road, opposite Audi and Porsche, and opposite Rising Sun Shopping Complex, where it looks like they're uh, they're moving along. There's, uh, I believe there's a, a gym or a wellness centre going into the old Coles building. So not Aldi? For me. Sure it's no, not Aldi? Not Aldi. Oh. Uh, let's, that, we'll make up a rumour, eh? We, Ikea or someone like that? Or? Oh, Ikea would be good. It's a good rumour. I like that one. <laughs> so long as it's got no, a we're coffee. Not, we're not making any rumours, but apparently it's a, it's a wellness centre and a gym. and Not uh, another one. Might as well throw yeah, yeah. while they're at it, throw a coffee shop in there as well. That'll be handy for me. Well, and a donut shop as well then. Okay. Oh, we got one of those across the road at Seven Eleven. So we yeah. got a we got the Krispy Kremes over at Seven Eleven on the opposite corner. So uh, I can go over there, grab a few donuts, and then on my way back, I can zing into the gym for ten minutes and wear and work them off. Yeah, right. Good on you, Mick. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Be careful. Be safe out there. You too, mate. We'll talk to you next weekend. See you, buddy. Yeah, sure. Thanks for calling. See you. Bye, mate. Yeah, There's a Mick from Motorco. If you've got a car for sale, or yeah. if you if you want a car, um, head down to see uh, Leon and Mick down there at Motorco and. Uh, They'll help you out. If you want a brand new car, yes. um, Mick will point you in the right direction across the road, well, a Porsche or an Audi or something like That's that. That's fantastic. Hey, I, we got a message from one of our listeners, RE the Marina, um, like Breakwater Marinas. He said, some marinas are privately owned um, assets slash businesses. I have to send them a copy of my third-party insurance on my boat before I'm allowed to enter. If no insurance, you're not allowed in, and that's what he's been told. So, and I don't know how, what marinas around here are privately owned. Um, oh, I'm I don't sure know. some of the smaller island ones and so forth would be privately owned. That that might be a different story. Privately owned insur- uh, marinas. So, so um, also good morning to Dave McCarran um, from our reeling veterans. So uh, Dave's listening in good this you, morning. Dave. So hey, and, I tell uh, you, uh, we're going to have Dave on the show um, in a little while. Was it? Um, Ben, who did the the fish, laser-cut fish for us to give away. Yeah, Ben, how good's that? How good uh, are they? I was looking at his um, Facebook page. He makes fire pits and all, uh, fire yeah, he pits, does. everything. So well, it, it, with whatever you want. Was it big dog or? There was c- cowboys. There was Baron Monday. Like if I wanted a Liverpool liver bird, he could knock that up for me. Yeah, so. Uh, I'm sure it must be the same way as a tattoo. Like, we'll have to talk to Ben about it. Like, you, you say, so this is the tap that I want, or this is the fire pit I want, and then he would laser it out. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know. That's too skillful for me. Getting back to our sooties with our spin, nice and uh, only a six-foot, nice little lights, flicky rod. 
um, yeah. is what I use and a spin reel. So beautiful. So nothing to yes. No. Uh, just before we go on with the reeling veterans, uh, make sure uh, to come down to Bushland Beach Tavern, eleven thirty to one thirty, with the North Queensland reeling veterans. They'll be raffling off some amazing prizes, and some of their awesome uh, sponsors and members may be there. Also, also a special Mother's Day um, bear maybe uh, making an appearance. So um, if you're a Mother's Day bear, a Mother's Day bear. Well, there you go. That's there you go. So Do you want um, to take that phone call just in case it's an on water? We we can take that phone call and see if it's. Let's non-water. try it. Let's try it. We failed dismally anyway. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Good morning, Gazza. Take some numbers, buddy. Who have we got there? Um, Sam. Sam, yes. Um, Mason. Y- yes. And Emily. All right, Sam is 16, Mason is 17, and Emily is 18. Okay, thank you. Thanks for that. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Is that Courtney? No. Okay, no. Sam. No, that wasn't Sam. Sam's mum. Um, One day we're going to crack that and someone will be on the water and go, I've got an on-water report for you. Um, With your sooties. Light spin to throw those smaller lures. Yes. Just to recap on the lures of which we were talking about last week. Um, Any little surface popper. Mm -hmm. um, And I like something that has a really bright orange or an orange-type colour because a lot of those freshwater systems have the orange berries that are on the trees above the waterline. And they tend to drop in. So so go that way. Um, Also, you can catch them on bait. And we haven't covered any bait or how to set up and, and fish for them on bait. And remember, uh, you can knock up down the, the local IGA and buy a fillet of steak. You know, you That's a bit expensive these days. Well, just a cheap chuck steak or something, but that's yeah. what they love. And they a bit of liver. Steak. A bit of liver is also good. Just get yourself a little liver or or a bit of kidney, anything like that. and just All eat. the stuff that we hate. No, I, I, I don't. Do steak you? and kidney pie... I'll tell you which, mate, off topic again, off I go on a little stroll. Um, the best steak and kidney pie I've had is that pie shop in Ingham on the left-hand side on the other side of oh, town. You have to get out of your car to eat it, though. Oh, it is so good. Oh, yeah, they're good. They the, So anyone wants a good... Mixed pies? Uh, is it? I don't know. I just I go know, there. Maybe. If anyone wants a good steak and kidney pie, that pie shop in Ingham, if mm. you're going through on the left-hand side, almost out of town, mm. is... Right where the, uh, the the uh, Flash for Cash normally sits. They love is it. it? There. Yeah, yeah. Because they can buy pies. <laughs> yes. No wonder they can't run after you. Imagine if it was a donut shop. Doesn't matter. With pies. Um, so, yeah, you're dead right, Marty. A bit of steak, a bit of um, liver, a bit of kidney, anything like that. Yeah. Um, even if you're lucky enough to have a garden, in a veggie garden in your backyard... Because when I had the store, we used to sell live worms. Mm-hmm. You did, I remember. Yeah, used, used to, to have them on, on the, the counter. counter. Yep, and they used to sell like hotcakes. <laughs> so even some live garden worms, if you've got them, yeah, um, are perfect. And then just fish them exactly the same as you, the same area as you would if you were lure fishing. So mm. any little pile of of structure or a little overhang or anything like that. Yep. And, and another way to fish them, which a lot of people um, don't fish for them up this way a lot, is on a float. Yep. So cast your float upstream and just let it float past with the current across any works structure. Works perfect. And works perfect as well. Excellent. So, Tell so, me, you had the in your shop, 
Yeah. And I don't know if it was you guys or if it was Tackle Shack or something, but you said the live worms. I remember that clearly. But there was another shop that was for, went for a little phase of selling live bait. You could buy herring or mullet and so forth. Yeah, that was... Um, th- it was never going to work. No, that was Angler's Corner. Was it Angler's Corner? Back in the day. And they used to... They, their shop was on... When you go down Ingham Road towards yep. town and you get to the very end, there's that little row of shops that go around towards the Manfield. I thought it was opposite the train. No, it used to be there. Then it moved to where the old train station is. Right, yes. And then they used to sell live bait. So you could buy your prawns or your mullet and stuff for there. Mm. But they also ran satchels of live bait additive that you used to put in the water to keep your live bait alive well like extra oxygen well it used to kill all the um all the toxins and everything that come out but it what it never used to do was kill was the the um scales because if you get a a pile of herring yes um in your cast net and put them in a live bait bucket one thing that kills the herring is the amount of scales that come off them right. and that's why you need a good flowing live bait bucket as soon as you you get somewhere yeah um keep emptying that water keep turning especially mullet are not so bad prawns um are, are not so bad but if you get herring um really rotate that water unless you've got a really good live bait tank in your boat yeah um so they used to sell little satchels of this um live bait stuff that um that took all the the stuff out of the water that you want to risk a caller gaza go on marty you want to risk it it might be someone who remembers angler's corner good morning fishing show yeah good morning good morning who do Uh, we have that's paul hey paul how are you mate good 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 have you got a story uh, for us yeah well i was just listening to you talk about uh angler's corner yes yeah, because I used to uh, work there with Richard. It was year. Richard, that's right, yes. Wow, isn't that going back? What's that? That's got to be uh, 86, 84, earlier? 90s, uh, mid-90s. It was there in the 90s, yeah. Right, eh? So, like, 94, 5, 7, you know, that era. Oh, the later era, right, eh? Okay, because yeah. I, I remember going in Angler's Corner with my dad when I got my first rod yeah, and reel. Was and I, I was like six or seven then. Was I? It was near the um, at the end of Ingham Road in those shops, and then moved to the train near the train station in town, didn't it? Yeah, opposite the train station on yeah. the left hand side as you went into Linda Street. Were you in the shop when they uh, had the big fish tank in there, and you used to have the big trout, if I remember? Uh, we, I don't think about. I saw a trout. We had some big painted cray. In the yep. Tank. Yep. Because um, I used, there was another friend of mine, and you'd know him. Um, damn, I can't remember his name. It's going to pop into my head in a sec. <laughs> um, but we used to both go and catch the bait for him. So, like, the, the prawns and all that type of stuff came from the prawn farm. Right. But we caught the mullet and the, and the herring and, and the likes and put them into the tanks there for them. Uh, oh, beautiful. Did it work? Did it sell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did? Uh, yep. There was a problem with DPI about it, so... Okay. We were, we were giving them away. If you, you know, like somebody came in... Yeah. And, uh, you know, they wanted to go barra fishing, and they didn't know how to use a cast net or anything like that. Yeah. They came in and bought stuff, and we give them... Yeah, three or four mullet to get them started. <laughs> How good's cool. that? What do a great! You, do you remember that that um, little satchel of of powder that 
live bait, keep your live bait stuff alive, Paul? Yeah, I still got some. Um, <laughs> yeah. Baits alive. That's right, it was too. Baits alive. Yeah. Well, there you go. There was another product they had as well, which was like the commercial uh, trout, coral trout farmers use. Yeah. Transporting theirs, which is a bag, it's a, a porous bag. It allows oxygen to get into the bag, but it doesn't allow the water to seep out. Um, oh. That was what they would use to transport their coral trout live as well. Well, there you yeah. go. I bet you had some memories working back there in the day, mate. Oh, yeah, we had great time. Yeah, you, know, you like, would have. It was disappointing that, you know, Richard, he got pushed out of the market. Yeah. You know, it's pretty competitive. Yes. But, um, no, he uh, he tried to bring some initiative, you know, innovative things into the market, and they, they kicked off, and they were well accepted. Oh, well, that is great. That's a great story. I think we ended up buying, um, when it closed, off Richard, all the leftover Baits Alive at 7 oh, to 7. Yeah, mate, we had them at 7 to 7. We uh, we bought them off him um, when he was finished finished up. So we had them at 7 to 7 sitting there. So, yeah, we did. Yeah, no, I've got a box of it. I like the no, Richard, he, he, just, he just loaded me up with tackle. I don't think I've had to buy much. In <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. But did Richard like do a big auction at the end or something? With no, every, no, not that I recall. No. Okay. No. Okay. Is Richard no, still yeah. with us? Yeah, he's still uh, around. I haven't seen him for quite a, uh, a while. Yep. I've seen Robin, uh, his wife. I saw her a few years ago. Yes. Uh, but no, I haven't seen Richard for some time. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's been a great chat. Thank you so much for ringing in. We appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. No, did I can't you want? Give you an off water report, but on the bloody road, I'm nearly into Bowen. Yeah. It's blowing me all over the place. So, so Bowen's living up. Yeah. Oh, I was there on Thursday. It was out of control. You're not listening to us on the radio, are you? Are you streaming us, or are you actually getting coverage? No, mate, you're on the radio. I'll just talk to you through my phone on the car. Beautiful. We're getting further and further. That's the go. Hey, you drive safe. Concentrate on that highway. And thanks for listening in. We really appreciate it, buddy. No worries. I'll see you in a couple of months. I'm on my way to Tassie. So. Oh, you poor bugger. <laughs> I hope you got your wind of woolies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, yeah. Paul. Hey, mate, give us a ring from um, Tassie one day. Yeah, yeah, I'll... I'll I'll stream you on the phone Thursday morning, so no problem. Yeah, perfect. Good on you, buddy. Drive safe. Thanks, mate. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. There's Paul. They have well, what that's all, fascinating. I remember How Richard. How good's that? Um, and, and I remember the live bait. And, yeah, we bought the baits alive off Richard when It, it all came flooding back as soon as he said it, didn't it? Baits, baits alive. alive. I couldn't think what it was called, but it was a little satchel powder. I want to uh, know who Paul was thinking of, the other gentleman that we would know. That works know. there. Yeah. I can't remember in those days. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't. I can't remember. He, mate, Paul will remember it and go. Oh, let the boys know. Did you ever have anything to do with Higo? Ah, uh, yeah, he's a lovely bloke. He was a lovely bloke. Higo was a really, really nice bloke. Um, well, since we could be on a roll. All right. I, I bet you not. We're not getting back into a system here. All right, go but for there it. There is a. Someone may want to have a chat. Good morning, fishing show. I remembered. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Who is it? Shane Bradley. Bones. Oh, oh Cootie. Cootie. Yes. He's up the Tablelands now, is Shane? Running BCF. Yeah, so he was at the BCF. Oh, he was at the warehouse. 
Yep. Yes. Yeah, but then he moved up there, yeah. Yeah, no, old, old Shane Bradley. Got a few good stories about Shane. I fish, actually fished a... Um, the Guru International Hotel used to have a fishing comp many years ago. Mm. And I had my uh, barra punt and I was fishing with Shane and Al, my mate Al, and three. In, I don't usually fish three in the boat. And we said, right, I'll be down the back. Cootie, you be in the middle, or Shane, and Al, you be up the front. Nobody moved. So we're up the Horton, and I found a little school of barra on a tree at the back of the boat, mm. and I've gone to cast, and Shane's moved to the back of the boat, and I've hooked his hat and cast his hat off his head. Beautiful. Into the, into the water. Good old Shane. He's a good lad, Shane was. Oh, he's not my favourite bloke, but he is Gazza's. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't, We've got some history. I don't mind, that's Shane. In the past. <laughs> oh, he's a tinnier bugger. Like, he, he, wins a, he goes to the boat show in Adelaide, wins a flaming boat. Oh. He just went in there just to pop in and have a look. There yeah. you go. Yeah, mate, if it, if, if it was raining gold nuggets, mate, I'd be hit with the dog turd, so I'm not that lucky. Yeah. Good on you, Paul. See you, mate. Drive Bye safe, buddy. Bye, Bye, mate. Bye-bye. I knew he'd remember. Oh, don't you, you love that when you say you dislike a bloke and then the next question is, yeah, you want a boat at the boat show? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, God. He's all right. I, Cootie was good. Good with me. He, oh. I, I whipped his hat right off his head. I've got some wonderful memories. And said, mate, we can't. <laughs> we were stuck there in the boat. So, no, it was good. Hey, uh, we need to knock a song in an ad. Yeah, we've got to get through up. that, mate. Let's uh, get those out of the way. And when we come back, we'll uh, continue talking a little bit more sooty-ish. Now, this song always reminds me of Old Next One Navy. He used to love her lead, the lead singer of this group. And uh, she had a uh, pretty sassy voice. So, anyway, sit back and enjoy.
4K1G is playing you the deadliest music seven days a week. Email at 4K1G. 4K1G is on Facebook and streaming beats at 4K1G.org. And also on the frequency of 107.1 FM. 4K1G, your deadly radio station. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station you sponsor. know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig. You should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Once again, we're having a fantastic bit of a show this morning, learning all things sooty. And to carry on with that trend, I'm going to cross over to Clint King, who's given us a call this morning. He spent a fair bit of time in Charters Towers, 40-odd years, and chased some sooties up there. Good morning, Clint. How are you, my man? Morning, Marty. How are you? I am fantastic. What are you up to this morning? You organising a bit of fishing or you just laxing back? Mate, I'm driving to Bowen at the moment with my boy. He's playing football down there. Oh, and, fantastic. Um, Everyone's going to Bowen this morning. Some are going further to Tasmania from there, but you're just going for the footy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Uh, just, I was just ringing up. Are you talking footies, mate? Um, yep. Spent a lot, lot of time with Charter Stowers at the Weir. Yes. Um, mate, it's a, if you ever want to take the kids or anything down to the Weir, it's a, yeah, it's really consistent with good-sized footies. And whether it be bait, prawns, like liver, whatever. Um, yep. Yeah, all manner of lures, like your small minnows, little halcos. Yeah. Um, you know, your little freshwater spinners. They all seem to love them. And um, Beautiful. Yeah, it's really, really good fishing. Did you have a personal best out of there? Mate, I got a 47 uh, over the other side at the weir, basically. That's, that's a horse. That's my best, best sortie. Yes, and that was probably when I was 14 years old, so I haven't sort of bettered that. Yep. Um, but, yeah, uh, at times you get good barra there as well. Yes. It, now, the same way that we're talking about here, Clint, is that the one where they have, like, the little Charters t- uh, Towers tournament, the fishing competition? Yeah, spot on. Um, so down below the wall, actually. I spend most of my time when I get to fish out there. And, um, yep. yeah, it's just a great little spot. Um are the barras, the barras, are they released in there? Are they stocked or are they wild or? 
they were stocked in there, mate, and they okay. were really thick through that area. But I think our our committee has um, ceased. Okay. I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah. But um, they were doing doing a heap of stocking in the yeah. There's heaps of barra in those upper reaches. Okay. They uh, sorry for button in there. They actually started stocking when I had my tackle store in the late nineties. Okay. Well, there you Excuse go. me, Charters Towers had a little fish stocking um, committee. group. Committee. Yep. Um, one of the fellows that was involved in it heavily was a guy called Wayne Fickling. Right. Um, from yep. the Towers, Wayne and Carol. Um, and, and was very hard to catch a barra there when they first put them in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's good to see that you, over the years, had caught a few barras there, Clint. That's int- that's good stuff. Do they ever get them in the tournament these days in the little competition, or are they a bit like hen's teeth? They're pretty rare, but I think there's been a few young fellas catch a, catch a few there. Um, okay. Yeah, they had pretty good prizes there from, from memory. Um, yeah, they. Well, I think last yeah. year was like four grand cash for the biggest bar or something like that. You're not going to sneeze at that any day of the week, Clint. Yeah, not a bad little pickup. No, definitely. Um, did you... Hey, uh, um, Gary. Yeah, oh, so, sorry. Sorry, mate, I was going to say, did you did you do a lot of bait, much bait fishing for your sooties or more with your little spinner baits and little... Um, Sell to minnows and stuff like that? Uh, probably more bait. Just um, when I'm taking the kids. Um, yep. Yeah. Just, just your prawns seem to be a really good... Just your packet prawns seem to be the, the go down the weir. Yep. And you're catching one after the other, basically. Just so about... It's just it, great to get the kids into, into yeah. fishing. Just about everything eats a good old packet of prawns, doesn't it? Yeah, it No matter does. where you are. For sure. That's what they say um, when we oh, throw to prawn lures. Everything eats a prawn. Yeah. You know, I uh, it was in the survey the other day getting some fuel, and the old 200-gram packets of prawn. Tweed bait, yeah. I used to sell them for two ninety five. Yeah, what are they now? Eight bucks or something <laughs> like that. Seven ninety five or something like that. And I went, holy oh. dooly. So, but, oh, but well. yeah, it's an interesting type thing. When you uh, when you bait fished them, just a running sinker or, or how did you set That's your rig up? Well, it's either the running sinker or the little pattern oster rig. And, um, yeah, seems to, seems to be the go. go. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're good fun to catch. Yeah, you get the sleepy cod and stuff like that and your little um, spangle perch, which keep it interesting. And, yeah. Did you ever take the sooties uh, home and cook them up? No, no. Always, um, always release them. Always release them. But you get you get a few people who take their the good old fashioned hessian bag down and keep keep one after the other. And yeah, <laughs> I remember yeah. when when I was in the store and Wayne Fickling brung me down some um, gutted and clean sleepy cod to try, and really, yeah. really white flesh and not too bad, to be honest. Yeah, I've tasted them. Not too bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no very, very white flesh. Yeah, so um, it's just like down further, down below the Burdekin Dam, you get those um, those nice big barra down there, and they're really clean. They're like a they're like a salty. They've got that yellow tail, yep. really silver, and a lot deeper. And they're not too bad eating if you want to keep one every now and then. They're a, they're a good eating fish. Is it running water there? Yes. Yeah, see, that will yeah. make a big difference too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nah, they're beautiful fish from down that way, down below the damn wall. Have you done much uh, walking down from the wall and down through the, the little pools and rapids and everything down uh, that way? Heaps. I've done yep. heaps. I've done that many, yeah, since, since a young fella. I used to go down there, and it's a it's an awesome fishery down there. It's amazing. I've always done catch and release because I don't like yep. uh, 
keeping too many. I keep one every now and then for mum or dad. Yep. But, um, yeah, really good fishing. And if you put in the time, um, I sort of access down further again as well for a property. Ah, right, and yes. Just, yep. just, just amazing, untouched fishing, um, meteries galore. Cool. Um, so, do, just, yeah. do, is it uh, the campground there? Is that Macrossan? Is this, no, what's no, that? no. But is that what, what's that one where you come in before the big bridge? What's that on the left hand? There? That's Macrossan that before Macrossan. you get into town. But there's all sorties oh. in there too, in there or yeah, and Bivouac Junction, Bivouac and Bivouac. Junction as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's yeah, sorties through yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Barra's yeah. in that water there, or is it, or do, do we oh, lose my, them in the floods and so forth? lost a lot of them that have gone downstream into the top of the top of the dam there um it's not as good there now there's still good fish along the holes yeah um as you go along the deeper holes yeah you can get, you can get some good fish yep but yeah they're not as thick as they once were when uh mr fickling was yeah yeah stocking no, fair enough. Yeah, fair it's, enough. it's good, though. It, interesting about below the dam wall, we have a, a guy who uh, we get in occasionally who fishes um, down along there at a lot of times and says how good it is. And But you've got to put the effort in to, uh, to get down there, unless you, like yourself, have got access via a property. A majority of people, it's climbed down the rocks at the wall and away you go. Yeah. Yeah, if you're fit enough from going, parking up to the wall and walking down... Um, yeah, I sort of start to get some really good fish when it dog legs to the right. Yep. From there, there on is is really good. Ah, uh, you just let me out a few secrets, but it is. Yeah, oh, not too bad, mate. You you just uh you just put me out of the equation when you said if you're fit enough. <laughs> so, You'd be right, mate. You'd be able to get down there. I'd get there, mate. It's putting the, mate. It's it's like you said, Clint. It's putting the effort in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you just got to watch out for them um, snapping handbags. There's a fair few of them big fellas down there I've seen over the years. Um, okay. Yeah. So how far yeah. up have they've come from the mainland, from the from the coast? That's a long way, isn't it, if you put that into they, perspective? They, they've always been there. So okay. um, when before the war went in, where the Sutter and the Cape and the Bergen coming up there, mm-hmm. my grandfather's got photos of uh, 18 to 21 footers that have been shot back in the day from the Sutter. Which Whew, is above wow. the Burdekin Dam wall. Yeah. So they've always been there in along that stretch, and there's a few weirs downstream as well. And there's always there's been big salties there. Um, yeah, right along basically. I'd never, no way, I'd be yeah. swimming in there. What are, What are your thoughts on all those um, stories we hear of a salty or two in the in the Burdekin Dam? Yeah, they're there. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, there I'm, you go. I've mates that's like choppers who have seen them there, mate. So there's no way I'd be skiing. There's a lot of people, a lot of my mates ski there. I yep. think it's a big expanse of water that they, they're just lucky that they probably hold up more in the inner branches and stuff like that. Yep. But no way on earth I'd be swimming <laughs> above there. Yeah, you hear all the stories, but... <laughs> we, uh, well, we've yeah. heard it here first. Yeah, Out good of the stuff. horse's mouth, Clint, you're a legend. Hey, um, we're going to let you concentrate on that highway. I hope your young fella has a great game of footy. And uh, most of all, thanks for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for the talk, guys. Good on you, Clint. Our pleasure, Clint. Look after yourself, my friend. See you, buddy.
right. See you, mate. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, oh, awesome there you story. Go. That was great, mate. It's one of that's on my. And that's what we did there. Sorry to interrupt you. Is Clint yeah. gave me a call uh, to ring up for um, a bingo number, and it, it, so I was answering the call. And he said, "Hey, can I have a bit of a chat about sort of this?" So I took his number down, and that's a great way to do it. And yeah. Then we can call him back if we have time. And uh, Ruckus has said about the yachties, you've started something now. Even How much he loves them. Brett loves it. He's a yachty himself. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and he, uh, he lives on said, a yacht. He said, Marty, leave us alone. That's our waters. Sorry, Brett. So uh, that's I uh, fixed him up for you. I there, think Brett. you have just done a big shit stir there, Gary Powers. I see Brett sitting on the back of his yacht. There's a little beer belly, all brown. He hasn't got a beer He's belly. He's a good looking boy, that <laughs> Good on your ruckus. All right. We're going to go to a song and an ad break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk to Emma from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge. In the meantime, I'm going to play uh, music from a somewhat 90-year-old who is still hot as. Enjoy.
4K1G. Cruising down the street in my Commodore. Aboriginal woman, <laughs> down to the streets, I would roll. I heard it on my radio. Mixing up a daily variety of music 24-7. Stand by me. Streaming online at 4K1G.org. 4K1G, 107.1 FM. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. You know, made a toe years ago when it comes to saving us mobs some bucks. And ever since they delivered my new dual cab ute, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It is 10 to 9 before we hit the last hour of our awesome little program we have running here. To keep that going, Emma Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Good morning, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, we're good. We're fantastic. We're flying along, Em. Living the dream. We need a five-hour <laughs> show. We're running out of time. No, three's uh, enough. We did a three little, is plenty. We, I know. We did a little bit of nostalgia, and uh, I had. We were talking about um, an old shop in town called Angler's Corner back in the day, and Paul rang in who worked there, and then Brendan rang in to get a bingo number and was telling me uh, about the old days of Lowndes Pro Tackle. Um, down Boundary Street, and he used to catch the school bus near Lowndes. Yeah. And just before the bus would turn up, he'd run into Lowndes because they'd have a little pile of free magazines, mm-hmm. fill his school bag up, and run back and catch the bus. It's my first ever job. <laughs> at Lowndes. First ever job at Lowndes. I was a bait packer. Me and a, a lad called Saxon used to work. Saxon? Saxon, S-A-X-O-N. Yeah. Um, we used to sit out the back and pack all the bait, and then I... Uh, Upgraded and got to work in the store, much to um, to the Riddler's disgust. He loves you, and uh, no, he does not. And then, um, yeah, so good old days. And then from there, transferred when when Peter Hazard brought Tackle Shack, 
and then I went over and, and uh, worked for Tackle Shack, which Terry Garlic managed. On the, so it's a small world. I'm surprised. I probably bumped into you at the Tackle Shack because I used to go in there. When were you at the Tackle Shack? Because 92, 93, Because we 94. were, yeah, we were building the Army Hospital at Labrack Barracks in about 92, 93. Oh, well, there and I, that's where I met Terry. I used to go into the Tackle Shack. And Ryan Moody was in there part-time as well. Yeah, yeah, I worked with Ryan on uh, quite So you would have been in Saturday. there. Yeah, yeah, I was. Well, there you go. Yeah. It was uh, some oh, good days. Isn't that funny? Yeah, mm. the old days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, your age now, fellas. <laughs> oh, stop. Yeah, I'm still only 21. I was <laughs> I was six months old when I used to go in there. Yeah, you walk down yeah. memory lane, then you get all depressed. Oh, like. damn. Yeah. Oh. oh, no. <laughs> I met Elvis there. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> how is the channel looking today? Uh, it's a little bit overcast. I'm standing on the pontoon out the front of the lodge, so you can see a little bit of overcast, a bit of a breeze blowing. Um, but yeah, it's another day looking at the beautiful view, Jurassic Park over there with its eerie little cloud on the top. So, yeah, another it wouldn't day be the same. It wouldn't be the same without that that little no, like, cloud on that the hill. Volcano ring, yeah, it looks yeah. Like a volcano. <laughs> I know it's yeah. an, it might have been a million years ago a volcano. It could have been, yeah. It's just so, yeah, it looks just so prehistoric. It really, yeah, it's just so picturesque. And depending on the time that you're looking at it, like today, it looks very like you know, mysterious and like a T-Rex could just pop out at any moment. Which, and then yes. other days when you get the sun hitting it, you can see all the details in the trees and it's just, oh, it's, it's a magnificent place. It, it's just so picturesque. I was just talking to Hayden, Talisha and the ad break and they're on their way up there to fish Hinchinbrook today. And I said, well, there's a few around. Some of the boys yeah. have been doing okay, finding them before that, the pond. They have. I was just talking to the blokes here at the front. They come every year. That's for their annual um, trip. And they've been getting some good crabs and said that there's plenty of grunner up the channel and he got some nanagai up there as well. And, um, yeah, so they've been doing really well. So it's, it's nice to see because it was a little bit quiet on the crab front for a little while. Um, so Yeah, we yeah, had them all down here. We had them yeah, all down here. Awesome. There was heaps of crabs down here lately. Yeah, yeah, they legged it. They weren't. They didn't want to be around here, so they're back now. They've come back yeah. on holidays. Yeah, <laughs> no, they came for all. They, they started leaving two years ago. They walked that yeah. slow. They finally made it. No, interesting. Um, weather's been really good. It's about 17 knots out the end of the jetty at the moment. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's dropped a little bit because it was windier out there um, a couple of hours ago. It was up to 25 knots gusting. Yes. Um, it so has been really windy. Yesterday was so windy. It was really, really windy. But, I mean, the beauty of it is you can't, there's so much to do. Like, you can just go and tuck up somewhere else, go down Dunjo, and, or, you know, if you want to get out, go up the channel and tuck up in a little system somewhere. So, And, I yeah. mean, if you really don't feel like going fishing, you can just, go and do something else there's plenty to have a look at so we've got some people that come up every year and and um they're from down south so today instead of putting the boats in they're going to go for a drive and do the scenic thing so yeah there's lots, lots of different things to do well there's heap there is you can go to wallerman or you can go to cardwell for a fish and chips on the beach um yeah, all so sorts got, of bits yep. and pieces if it's too windy um to yep, head out there Broadwater's nice too if you want to go for a swim Broadwater's a nice place to go for a swim it how um, broad water is nice and it doesn't matter if the weather is 60 or 70 degrees the water in Broadwater is still freezing cold it is it <laughs> is five mile yeah it's cold as yeah it's very uh yeah fresh when you jump in <laughs> yeah it can have the sun on it for three weeks at a at a hundred and you yeah. jump in it and you go oh I'm, I'm i don't want to get in here this is too cold and then it's all right once you sort of adapt no. it's okay once you're in but then you go to get out and that's when you're really cold no no <laughs> it's i i get just past my knees and go no 
That, that's oh, no. about... you got to get it. you just got to jump in. No. You can't go slow. That's the way you make the mistake. No. You never want to get in. If you try and dip the toe in, you've got to just, just gotta bite the bullet and do it. But no, I slowly <laughs> ease my way in above the knees and then you start crossing your arms as though you're freezing cold and then turn around yeah, and get out. Right. Yeah, no, I'm getting out of here. Getting about. <laughs> hey, uh, how, uh, how are you going this weekend? Are we all rooms full? We are. Yeah, fully booked. Um, we've got a lot of long, long-term long stays in at the moment, so this is the time of year where we get all the return people that come up from down south because the weather's just been so nice and yes. cool. It's not hot anymore. It's just, yeah, it's really that beautiful time of year. So um, we've got people that come for that, like that 10 days to two-week mark, and they get that nice time to really get out there and explore. So, um, yeah, we don't, don't have anything available for this weekend. Yep. Um, I don't believe there's anything for next weekend as well. There's a couple of cheeky nights there in the midweek. Um, if anyone's looking for that, but you've got some comps coming up now, so we're in fishing comp territory. So yeah, you got me room ready? ready? Yeah, yeah, laundry's ready to go. We're heating it up with the dryers as we speak. Oh, make sure you don't take the fluff <laughs> and any money that falls out of people's pockets yeah. out of them. I'll leave the fluff there for cushioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my pillow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, uh, Em, you were just saying you, like you have people book... Um, do they book the same period every year, like people from they down do. south have a, a like yeah. a regular booking and say, we'll be up for our 10 days? Yep, um, yes. Yeah, they book the same time. So they usually, if it's not exactly the same, they usually do the same tide phase, same moon phase that they yep. like. So everyone's different. They all like their own their own thing. So, um, yeah, it's usually roughly within the same week each year um, they come up. So And a lot of them do twice a year. So they make all their holidays up around. They do the Hinchy. Yep. Um, and, you know, they make this their home base if they want to go up north a little bit more and have a little travel around and have a look at the tablelands or something. You know, they just do some day trips out and then they come back. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a good little spot. So it's perfect for that sort of thing. You just come here, everything's here, you got everything that you need, and then you just have a relaxing holiday, just checking everything out. So. Now, when, when, say, someone books uh, for a couple of weeks, um, how do you go about, do they, like, you don't pester them like a, a motel, you you have someone, if they want the room clean, they just give you a yell, or, or how does that work? They, we come in and do a clean for you. If you stay for the week, you get a, a midweek clean, yep. um, but you get fresh towels every second day. Um, if you do require cleaning more than that, you can just let us know and we can come in and do extra cleaning for you. But, yeah, usually if you stay for the week, you get get a weekly clean done once a week and extra towels when you need them. And um, yeah, we, don't, we don't like to annoy people. People don't like to be annoyed. <laughs> no, they're on holiday. And that's yeah. what I was thinking. They don't want you banging on the door going, oh, I'm here to clean your room. Yeah, put some clothes on, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, what, are you clean with no clothes on? No, I mean, for the people. Oh, sorry, I had it the wrong way around. Way. I thought your yeah. cleaners were turning up with no clothes on. I was going to no, book a room. kind of establishment. We're family friendly. <laughs> 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 yeah, but um, no, it's because everything's self-contained. Like, look, it's so handy. Like, you bring bring all your gear with you. You've got um, kitchens and everything to do all your cooking. So, yep. you know, you stop, stop in at Woolies and get your groceries and you can cook for yourself or... If you can't be bothered cooking, you can just walk across the road and get a feed at the pub or, you know, get some fish and chips. How's the, chip, like, so. how's the new chip shop at the Lucinda store, yeah, the, the old Lucinda yeah. store going? Yeah, good. It's handy having it that down there. So you've got the fish and chips down there and we've got um, the channel in across the road here. So, yeah, there's plenty of options for food. You've got the other pub down the road as well. So, yep. yeah, it's nice having the options, having some fish and chips or a pub meal, you know, countery. It's always always nice. Yeah, because I've seen the, the, new, the Lucinda store like something on our fishing show page the other day and i thought oh that's oh, good there you of them. Go. Yeah. yeah 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 no it's good it was it's it sucked when they were closed like after brian and louise left and went to acid and it um, was closed for so long and it was 
like devastating for us. We yep. always used to get fish and chips there. So, yeah, it's nice that there's somewhere that you can get fish and chips again. It, and it's so nice grabbing your fish and chips and going to sit on the little tables there and feed the seagulls. Oh, the seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> they went hungry for a little while, those poor seagulls. Oh, they, they're making up for it now. I bet they are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, them, there's the two pelicans that are down on the front beach as well with the, the pelican man. He um, stays at the caravan park and he's always fishing on the front beach. Yeah. And he's always got these two pelicans and they're like his pets. And it's so crazy. Like, he gets a bucket of bait and he lets the kids, you know, throw some bait to him and feed him. It's, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's we'll really have to lovely. call him Storm Boy. Yeah, we call him Pelican Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff. Hey, if anyone wants to uh, check availability or book a room, how can they get hold of you? You can give us a call on 0477-999-900. Yep. So I'll just paint the picture for you right now. I'm, I'm standing on our private pontoon at the moment, and I'm looking at all the boats that are tied up here, and I can look back and I can see the self-contained apartments where you've got all your gear in there, the walkway right down to your boat, and it's it's so close it's a couple of steps away from your room and i look out and there's the channel and the island like there's just oh. it's hard to bloody beat <laughs> oh it is and then it's there's perfect. the barbecue up there if you want to stand yes. at the barbecue and cook your lunch and breakfast yep. or I can, dinner i can see them all standing there staring at me actually while i'm on the pontoon give them a wave <laughs> i'm waving at them yet are they all so, waving back Nah. <laughs> the, what they're doing is going, who's that mad woman down on the yeah. pontoon on the she's phone? that crazy redhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Em, you have a nice uh, weekend and we'll talk to you next week. I will. And happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there as well for tomorrow. So I hope, uh, hope you get uh, spoilt rotten and uh, don't do any work tomorrow. Is that a hint for <laughs> Gomez and the kids? I've hinted all week. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Sleep in. I want to sleep in, and I want some bacon and eggs for brekkie. That's I'm pretty low maintenance. <laughs> That's easy. Good on you, and we'll talk. To, I'll talk to you during the week, and uh, we'll sounds talk to you good. next Saturday. Thanks, mate. All right, sounds good. Have a good one, guys. See you later. Thanks, Em. Bye, mate. Bye, bye. There's Emma up at the Lucinda Fishing Lodge, all booked out as it should be because it's an awesome little spot in those big rooms. Yes. For all the people who want to uh, spend a week or two weeks there. Yeah. Brilliant. Just fish, 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 and fish. More shit. But if you don't fish, just you could. If you here's uh, if you don't fish and you still want to go up there and and um and have a good time, um just grab Benny Weston because he does his island tours. Yes. You don't have to fish. Ben will drive you around the island, um and sightsee all up the creeks and the crocs will be out this time of year. And Beautiful Zoe Bay, go up top, yeah, have a look. See yeah. What she so looks like. uh, so yeah, if you're not a fisher person but still want to sample the Hinchinbrook Channel. Um, give uh, Wild Hinchinbrook Benny Weston a call and uh, he'll give you a trip around it. Sounds bloody good. Gaz, did I overhear you were on the phone to someone and they said they had a concert where Chad Morgan was playing? Yeah, that was Lynn and Warren down Capella or somewhere like that and they went down to the Country Music Festival and Chad Morgan was still going, the sheep from Scrubby Creek. You are... 91. He looked 91 when I was 15. Unbelievable. And he's still going. Chad Morgan. Not and I've got to apologise for Craig this morning, Craig and Kathy. Craig rung up, forgot Kathy's name again. Craig oh you did. No, Craig didn't. Did I wouldn't Good forget on. Kathy's name. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good stuff. Sorry, Kath. Interesting with Clint though with his bait fishing, the old Paternoster rig for um, his sooties. Yeah, people think it's the reef only. No, dropping on the bomb in 120. It. And then he used the good old peeled prawns. I would, I would probably say um, the hook range would be um, like a little, a small suicide, a number one or yeah, one o or depends how big your sooties are around a one o or a long shanked or a bait holder, something like that in that 
one o. That's the go. Would be good fun for them. All right, it's time for an ad song break. When go we come for back, it. We're going to keep Chad Morgan. Going. We are cruising along very well. I'm going to play a bit of Poison from their Open Up and Say Ah uh, album. I great actually, album. I had a bloody girlfriend once that looked like the front cover of Open Up and Say Ah, Sheila. She was very good. <laughs>
COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sun Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sun. Now that's a wrap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. Station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats or biggest mob, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and up-to-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Saturday Fishing Show on 107.1 Too Deadly. And it is an awesome station. Gaz and I are very, very well looked after here. And uh, guys and girls, once our show finishes, don't be in a hurry to jump station because uh, there's some um, really, really cool songs that is on this station that's played. Mind you, we are going to still lose a little bit of thunder to our man Pricey, Steve Price, um, obviously as probably 99.9% of towns has heard um, and a very good marketing campaign by Triple M to uh, announce it six or seven or eight months early before he actually leaves so they're going to get a fair bit of traction because of that but you know what not on it a could Saturday be like, bloody morning could Triple be like M. Nick Scarley because we've got that covered Nick Scarley have closed down ten times. So does so is Cyrus Carpet. Cyrus <laughs> yeah. Carpet's been on this closing down sale since 1971. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, <laughs> you never know. Wait. wait. <laughs> oh, classic! But you know, from uh, and we're, Gaz and I, we're not radio announcers, assholes, to be honest. But Steve, we Price have a is, bit of fun, though. We have a great fun. But Steve Price is um, is uh, is pretty brilliant at what he does. Love him or hate him, I happen to think that he's a fantastic ambassador for Townsville. I can't listen a whole lot, but um, as as being an ambassador for Townsville, I think he's um, done an incredible job and uh, loves his fishing. And uh, so. he loves this town, and and for that, I, I reckon he's pretty cool. 
done a lot of good fishing, a lot of good mackerel, a lot of barras, all sorts. So. He has, he has, and he's got a, a lot. I'm actually, you know what? Um, Christmas Day is his um, is his final day. I'm going to listen into that. I think I, th- I think my, a lot of people will listen into that, even people that dislike Steve. And Steve, very cleverly, as the likes of what you and I would do, he didn't just thank his um, his listeners that love him. He also thanked the listeners that don't love him, that can't stand him, because. All publicity is is good publicity, as they say, isn't it, Gaza? It is, mate. And uh, yeah, he's been uh, thirty odd years or something like that. He's yeah, yeah. So Christmas morning, I will I will tune in, have a little bit of a listen, and and our uh, wonderful manager here, Dave Daly, who uh, who I respect a lot, as you do. He's um he's a bit of a friend. Um, of Steve Price and Dave's um, a, a lot well known, and what people realise is and who. It's, <laughs> and I, I think this station, um, 107.14 K1G, is very, very lucky. And I think they're very thankful that they have Dave on board. So it's a good thing. He's going good. Hey, mate, we talked about... Well, secured our, our pay the, for Yeah, next there you week. go. We're, we're done now. We're right. What else, um, who, we who talk- else do we have to... No, you've done well, mate. No, that's it, right. Uh, we're talking about um, our sooties. Um, we covered the rivers, most of the rivers, the Horton or the Burdekin or the Herbert or the Tully or all those. Yep. But um, some big thumping sooties in the likes of Yungala, um, Faust, Tinaroo and those type of areas. Well, I have the photo to prove it. I have the trophy to prove it. But how big do you think my biggest sooty is? 55. 63. Is it really? 63. It's an absolute horse. That is. is. And I have the photo, and he is huge, and I will put it up on our page because I, um, I hold it dear to me. Um, the sooty just about pulled me off the bank. So uh, I need to um, keep going with that sentence too. Yeah, so it was. Uh, it hit me with such Was that at force. Faust? That was at Faust. So, um, and when I say people are going to say, what were you doing on the bank? I will tell yes. you where I was. Okay. Boat so, ramp. No, you know your camping ground, but Camp Kangra? Kanga? Camp Kangaranga. Yeah, I do. Camp Kanga, yes. No, get it all out of your system. Yeah, go Take for a piss. Garangaranga. Yep. Yeah, no, been there. You. Love that place. Okay, so if you walk down the back there, there's a little path. You can step over it and you can walk along. Yeah. Anyway, Trent Palmer and I, we were staying there one time. We thought, let's go Where was that Camp Garangaranga? At Camp Kanga Gary Powers. Oh, sorry, yes. <laughs> so, and we're actually quite lucky to get there because as we were, and we don't know what, it was either an Eastern Brown or, 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 a, or a Taipan. Yeah. It was, it was huge, huge. And um, it was right across the path. And he just come on us out of nowhere. He was there already and, and we got about a metre away from He arced Whoop. up, he cracked himself. And they... He didn't want to be in that situation, but it scared the hell out of us. And um, if we another step or so, and uh, it, we probably would have been done surely because it, we scared it. So, um, so that was the start of our little adventure. And aren't they fascinated to look at when you see a king brown snake? An eastern yeah, brown, but a king scary. brown, or, or an eastern taipan, or whatever it may have been. I'm not a handler, obviously. So, anyway, yeah. off off we um, travel. Yeah, beautiful. That, geez, they are that beautiful that's a, snakes. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we, we kept venturing on and we yeah. come to a, a little creek that's at the back there. Yes, there is. Down there, behind Camp Kanga, there yeah. is. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a little bit of a flick of a lure here. Yeah. And uh, went for a bit of a fish and uh, this absolute monster, this monster come out and engulfed my lure. And uh, I've never seen anything so big in my life. It was um, very, very they big. Are and massive. it was black. Black, black, yes. black. As they say. 
So um, it was um, a, interesting. It was something in- I'll never forget. And um, he actually, it was fantastic because there was a school of two or three sitting there, and um, and out of that school of two or three, I flicked this, and it was yeah. a perfect cast. I actually, when you seen them. them, I saw them, not it. Not the one that grabbed it, but I saw yeah. the school. And the three that I saw, they were like a, in their 44, 45. So a good, really good football sortie. So I've put it in, and this lure has actually landed behind the three of them, but I was going to bring it through past them, so I was going to get eaten. And just as I was coming to the tail end of, of the barriers that were facing out with this snag, yeah. from out of nowhere in the darkness come this, it just looked like a big black, I don't know, bin lid. <laughs> But, well, at 63 for a sooty, yeah, that's yeah. massive. And that's how Grant and come out and whooshed it, and um, that was it. The well, rest is history. And do you I was remember very, very what Louis you were throwing? Rapala. Little uh, SR9 or something? Yeah, it was a little SR9. Because so. we're interesting in the creeks. But I'm when you find you the photo somewhere, When you guys. get into um, the dam. It used po- to be my cover shot years ago. The, the place to look in the dams is uh, where the trees where all the birds sit the most. Yes, most definitely. So where all the cormorants and everything sit in the trees, obviously they poop. And underneath right. the trees yes. is where the soot is because they don't mind what they eat, what falls in the water. Yeah. So what you find is those birds that are dropping into the water yeah. attracts the smaller fish. Of which, course. And then the sooties come in and, uh, and hook into them. So if you're out on the dam... Um, look for the trees that have the uh, most birds in them or the birds' nests. Okay. Because uh, those cormorants and birds like that will all tend to nest in what they call a rookery. Okay. Um, and all be in the same area. So fish those type of areas um, for them. But but sooties um, in the dams are just so, so big. They're just exo-air. A- absolutely incredible. They are Aren't massive. They? Can I ask a stupid question? Do they Do they venture into the salt? No. They're not? They're purely freshwater fish? Freshwater fish, whereas yep. jungle perch need to go to the salt to or the brackish water to breed. Right. Um, and then come back up the creeks, whereas sooties don't. Okay. Do I know where they breed? No. Have I ever seen a small, tiny little sooty? Only the one I ever had in my fish tank. Right. Um, where, how did you come across that? What? The little one? Yes. I bought it from a fish shop. Oh, you can't lie straight and bear Gary Powers. A little sooty I did. You wouldn't buy anything. Oh, well, I, I scooped it up when he wasn't watching. They shouldn't leave the nets on the side <laughs> of the tanks at You're pet running, shops. Running yeah. down Hugh Street with a little plastic bag with not enough water in it. Yeah, and I had a puppy in my pocket, <laughs> and away I went. No, I had a sooty and grew him along, but, and then I had spangled perch as well. Right. Spangled perch I scooped. Yep. Because they were pretty everywhere yep. around here. And they still are, aren't they? And people they don't realise that. You know, I had a Murray cod in my tank many years ago and grew it from a tiny little fish yeah. to um, a quite a big fish. Right. And then we released it in a friend's property up at Ravenswood um, into their dam. It could be 200 pound now. It, was it probably is. Probably that still long there. Ago. So, so, yeah, just look for those bird's nests and uh, the trees. And once again, um, the, the thing with... With fishing the dam, though, something like Faust for sooties, is you probably don't want your little six-foot spin stick with 10 or 12-pound braid. No. Because no doubt there'll be a decent-sized barra as well can be under those trees. So that's where you are throwing your barra gear um, and then your sooties will climb all over that because they are pretty big fish. They're in that 50s to 60s um, and very, very powerful fish. The one, one I did catch there I caught off the side of a log, though. It was... Um, 
It was massive. I threw a, a bomber along a log. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that is a thumping sooty. But that's Isn't a damn sooty. That's a damn sooty. So he's come over damn the wall. Big or, yeah, it's come over the wall of, and down into that creek system at the bottom. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just look around those. I'll put him on our page in the moment. Yeah. It just it just look around those um, bird rookeries where they where the birds nest and sit and they roost through the night um, because that's a food source for fish. So there's in the dam. So quite a few good areas for chasing sooties and uh, nothing nicer than chasing sooties walking along a bank. No, um, I agree. Uh, like you can chase them out of boats at, at Coombaloomba or Yungala or or Faust or Tinaru or any of those, but walking yep. along a river system and luring across is just so nice. What's your most memorable, Gaz? What, in Sooties? Yeah, tell me a scenario. Tell me the story behind it. Well, I was fishing the Herbert. It's yep. probably not not a most notable story. And I was fishing, with, right. fishing with Shez and Chatter, and I cast across the, the water, and I got drilled by a reasonable-sized sooty and snagged me up. Yeah. So I actually jumped in the water and swam over to my line. <laughs> it was it was pretty it was not a st- stupid air. It was pretty well it was probably. And then I actually duck dive underwater and the sooty was still attached to my line. Yeah. Around the snag and then I did some hillbilly hand fishing. I uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I undone the the line off the snag and stood up in the water holding my sooty like hillbilly hand fishing does in the states with their catfish yeah and yelled out hillbilly hand fishing and we uh, we all had a bit of a laugh so but the herbert it was just such a nice is such a nice system to walk along and just lure into shaded areas or um fallen down trees um we used to walk if there was a big tree laying in the water used to get on it and walk along it um, and I've seen eels and eels-tailed catfish. Yep. Um, we've seen sharks right up past Abergawry swimming up the up the river. Uh, all sorts of stuff. Barras, jacks. Um, it's just so just so nice. Little so shrimps. Nice. And, and you were saying when we're talking the Klimp before, it's it's one of your bucket lists to go and actually walk that the Burdekin. The Burdekin. What Clint does does uh, down the Burdekin, and what Nathan Kellett does as well is uh, a bucket list is to park at the dam wall, yeah, and then clamber down the rocks and then walk down along the river and okay. uh, chase chase sooties or barras down through there. But that's a, a go away for the weekend. Camp at the campground at the dam, yeah, and then drive down to the bottom of the wall. And, and the wall's only just opened in the last three or four weeks because the water's been coming over the wall. So Obviously, you can't um, drive across the bottom of the wall. Right. So yeah, that's a that's a bucket list to walk that along there. That is a bucket list. And I had a, a uh, awesome photo. And uh, you're going to start doing that again soon because you you're talking about before going to start walking the hill and that. Uh, yeah, I've got to start. Yeah, I'm still playing Why? indoor cricket. Um, it had a great photo sent to me during the week from Lenny mm. um, Knuth up there at uh, Charters Towers on his property. He got picked up by his mate who's got a helicopter. Oh. Um, and flown up the river and had a nice barra. A little bit cold, Lenny Please. said. And it was his birthday during the week, so happy birthday, Len. Um, but, yeah, sent a nice photo. And, and so the barras are biting uh, along the Burdekin. If you've got friends with helicopters, can pick you up at your wow. house and fly you along the river. How good is um, that? So really, really nice. All right, we're going to go to our next song in an ad break. When we come back, I'm going to try and see if we can get hold of Pia 
from uh, Rising yep. Sun Marine. We were going to be calling Fran this week as well, but um, Fran's not able to talk to us this week, and uh, we'll catch up with Fran next week, I'm sure. Uh, I just put that sooty on our um, Facebook page, on the NQ Fishing Show Facebook page, if you just want to see um, that one that I'm talking about. It was an absolute slob of a fish and a memory that I'll remember for a very long time, and it's um, I think it was quite a while ago too, having a look at the uh, non-wrinkles in my skin. But and you had hair. Shut your mouth, Gary Powers. <laughs> Just shut up.
Radio 4K1G FM 107.1 every Monday for Island Voices from 6 to 8 p.m. with Therese Cowley. Only on your two daily radio station 4K1G FM 107.1. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Rossley, station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Another disaster ready tip brought to you by Townsville City Council. When weather warnings are issued, there are things you need to do. Disconnect electrical appliances and external TV and radio aerials. Turn off electricity and gas main supplies if advised. Take your emergency kit with you. Listen for updates and weather warnings. Be disaster ready. Visit disaster.townsville.qld.gov.au for more information. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Let's head out to... Hey, which are you mob? Steve-Vibes and Easy Beasy. Crank it with us on only live exclusive weekend show in town. Deadly by Dark, every Friday and... Thank you. Let's head out to the Ames Weather Station. And have a little a chat, a look and see. Cleveland Bay, south southeasterly 14 knots. Davies Reef, east southeasterly at 26. And uh, Yongala is offline. So uh, nothing to see here. Let's go to the tides and just have a look at the tides and see uh, where we can fish today or tomorrow in these not so pleasant wind wise. Uh, today we have uh, a high tide of 3.27 at 4.44, then 11.35am is low at 1 metre. Marty's got Gordon on the phone from Cleveland Bay Seafoods. How are you, Gordon? Not bad, yourself? We're good, thanks, mate. Stuck here in the studio, just like you're probably stuck there at work, but uh, going good. Yeah, well, these things happen. They do, mate. We uh, we do it because we love it, mate. It's going to be a busy weekend for you, though, I'm sure, Gordo. Oh, let's hope so. Mother's Day's coming around the corner. Whew, baby. Make sure she gets looked after. Excellent. I heard a young lady win the uh, $50 voucher on Dave's uh, show yesterday morning, and she was very excited, and uh, she said she was going to come in and uh, buy a mug crab and put another 50 towards it and get two mug crabs and have a proper big feed. So how good's that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, uh, four mud crabs for a hundred bucks. What great value is that? Oh, it's that is super value, brilliant, cheap, cheaper than putting your boat in and buying your bait and heading down the creek and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, no, um, very, very good. How have the boys been uh, out on the water, mate? Uh, mate, they've been chewing their seasick tablets. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet they have. 
you know. So, but, but they've been working around the creeks and stuff, so we've been getting a bit of fresh barra, a little bit of grunter. Um, I bought some tuna up from down south, got a little bit of coral trout in the window, a bit of Atlantic salmon from other state, you know. But, but the other good thing is it's the start of the season, so we've got beautiful um, kingies in the window, uh, for yep. Mother's Day, so yeah. Oh, beautiful! So plenty of good prawn. What about some oysters, mate? If uh, if we want uh, a feed of oysters, mate, we got beautiful. We just opened them up, up now. Some beautiful, fresh South Australian oysters. Yep. Right, they're twenty three ninety a dozen, or two dozen for forty bucks. Geez, that's good price. Good size it too. Value, isn't it? Yeah, no, good size oysters too. Nice big plump ones, and they're fat and they're juicy. I'll be taking some home tomorrow for my wife. Are you going to wrap them up, or you just pull them out of the fridge? Here you go. I'll just pull them out of the fridge and say, here you go. <laughs> good <laughs> stuff, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. Said, not my mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, so that's where you get to eat them instead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're yeah, so... yeah. She's, I've just got to make sure the, the other three rats uh, do the right thing for her. Uh, good stuff, mate. Mate, what time are you open till today? Mate, we're one, um, 5 o'clock today and three, 3 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, what time do you open in the morning tomorrow if people want to duck down for Mother's Day and grab some prawns and oysters and fish? And We'll be ready to go at 7 o'clock. Good on you, buddy, and we'll chat to you next Saturday morning. No problem. See you then. Look Thanks, Gordo. Thanks, mate. Bye, mate. Bye. There's Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafood right next door. And don't forget, it is Mother's Day tomorrow. So, uh, most definitely, head yourself down there. Or at seven o'clock in the morning, you can head down there and see Gordo and the gang and grab some uh, awesome, awesome seafood. My beautiful girl is uh, she's working at Bunnings tomorrow on Mother's Day. So, it's a bit disappointing. But I'll go and see my mum and spend some time with the kiddos. And, um, and then Beck will come over after work and uh, we'll do the family thing, which will be fantastic. Hey, speaking of uh, um, Cleveland Bay Seafoods, as part of our prizes today don't forget we have the $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher that's a great one to win in a gas yes and the $25 tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal the crepe man and tavern Mal's, meat thank you very very much there it is $25 and that's a huge help in today's um, society any, any little bit helps and uh, Gaz what else we got you keep we got the on. Port of Townsville bag there Marty grab that that's this guy that's that one well, there weren't we talking about the Port of Townsville this morning you were in that is a map of all your good fishing spots indeed and we have one free voucher to fish anywhere you bloody want in the harbour for 24 hours straight um we've wish. got a, we've got a uh a, a cool bomber lure we have a uh a vibe from our awesome sponsors from Hooked Apparel. That's a really, really nice Got a vibe. Got Coda buff there. We have a Coda buff, which is like a very sought-after thing. We have a very brilliant, actually, um, water bottle from Port of Towns, or the clear one, which is awesome, popular. Uh, we've got a trucker's cap. We've got a stubby cooler. What's that? We've got another Port of Towns or buff. No, that's just a little um, phone or sunglass case. Right. Uh, we've got a bottle of Rid. Thank you so much to our uh, sponsors from Rid who look after us dearly. Um, we do have another buff here, which is uh, one of our tournament buffs. So there we go. I'm not sure if Gaz realised he had that in there. Oh, I didn't. I've put two. That's all right. He's, he's lucky. looking at me sideways. Lucky for someone. It's hidden. 
And a couple more stubby coolers there. So that's a great little prize. I think they're the Pertec Fishing Challenge stubby holders in there. So a pretty good prize. It's full of all sorts of stuff. So. And as we always say, a thank you so much to all of our sponsors, everyone who supplies these wonderful um, prizes for us, everyone from Lucinda Fishing Lodge to Kai Signs to Paul from ALEC, who does his free aircon checks, go there. If you're buying Red Arc, if you want anything to do with batteries, anything at all, give Paul from ALEC the call because he will sort it out he's an absolute whiz with what he does and electronics boats and water it's got to be right you got to get it done right we obviously picked up a new um a sponsor who gave us some wonderful do- uh, prizes last week uh ben from big dog welding and fabrication his work is fantastic we gave away one of his geckos last week um which was very very muchly appreciated she absolutely loved it um we've got some really cool we got some jacks we've got um crabs we've got big barras swirling uh, to give away um, over the next couple of months so that's going to be really good jump on the Ben's page Big Dog Welding and Fabrication have a look at some of the fire pits those little fire pits yeah, yeah all yeah, sorts really, of really good cool. stuff and I don't want to put words in the Ben's mouth but I'm pretty sure he could just about within reason do whatever you wanted so um, and so I'll go, I'll go give him a call and get a liver bird done for my Liverpool what? so I sit there and winter shut up don't you even say a word sorry how are they going this year shut up don't you even say a word <laughs> All right. We've, we've actually won our last six. We've been brilliant, if one would say, and we're right on the back of their Manx. Off to the footy. United, off to the footy. I am off to the footy. The uh, Cows had an awesome win against the Roosters last week. Could this be the turning of the corner, boys? I reckon it is. I reckon it is. I'll be down there tonight. Yes. Sitting sitting there watching them flog the dragons. I'll be sitting up in the box pretending I'm something. I most certainly am not, but I'll I'm taking it. i see you. Yeah, that would be good. Come and get a free feed or something like that. Bring Throw it, it out the window. Yeah, yeah. feed you like a seagull. Mine, yeah. mine, mine, mine. No, so, so yeah, uh, good luck to the boys uh, tonight. Yeah, guys, uh, I think five, we had a uh, good show today. We've still got 20-odd minutes to go, yeah, so we're, we're not cutting the sooty, too mate, early. The sooty fishing is, um, is really, uh, Marty wants a bin chicken fire pit. Oh, that would be nice. Who said that? I can't tell you. So tell me who said nah, it. Sorry. I'm not even going to look it up. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, the, it, is that what's on the side of your boat, a bin chicken? You fish with this dude, so he knows. Um, mate, the sooty, so <laughs> the sooty fishing is... Um, All right, my day's done. Yeah, it's uh, so much fun. Like we said, walking, that, uh, walking a riverbank... But remember to be so, so careful um, around our freshwater systems here because they're not just saltwater crocs. No, more Um, attacks happen in the um, fresh than in the salt gas. Speaking of, after the attack um, the other week of that poor gentleman up at um, Kennedy Bend, the Queensland government decided to put a few dollars into a bit of croc stuff, a bit of more education. Yeah. But one thing they're looking at is, um, is some sort of... Um, system at boat ramps that will alert people at boat ramps that there's a crocodile around. Stupid. It, 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 I because just, then they'll become the the alarm or whatever doesn't go off. Yeah, I and then I, I read it. Sense. I read all this stuff that they're planning on doing after this attack to try and alleviate the calls for a cull, which I, I'm not really in for a cull, but um, education I am. Um, but yeah, the uh, well, we I had ju- that we had that talk, and and um, like I, I'm, I love my my Crocs, and I wasn't, but you know it's hard for us because maybe just maybe guys there needs to be something happening 
and, and it, because I'm listening to two sides of the song, I'm not just l- listening to to the arrogance of me or you because we love the croc. I'm listening to people that also love crocs but live in areas where they're, they're just like, Marty, these things are out of control. Where We're, we're going to have big dramas here. And, um, and, and, and maybe, just maybe. I, I think what I'm frightened of is it goes back to 74 where they were left a 5% population. Yeah, you don't want that. No. No, no, definitely not. But it's, it's an... In- interesting thing of but how often are these people like old mate with his dog he goes and 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 walks that's the education the part and, of it and, yeah but how much more education can there be or the two young tourists and went and for a swim up up top there of a night time um out to their waist in a in a saltwater creek up north i mean God, you're gonna get eaten yeah. Any, you are going to get eaten. The, the Queensland like, government are... Uh, or, or Daly River where the boys got drunk yeah, and they went uh, swimming. You're going to get eaten. Additional funding of $4.175 million over three years for new initiatives will yeah. be announced and discussed. A yeah. range of delegates representing croc experts in the industry, traditional owners, conservation groups, rangers and elective reps will attend. This is a meeting up yeah. in... Um, in Cairns, it's coming up. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, they're just, I don't know. A, a Neither. Look, if you want it to be an absolute cluster, if you want whatever decisions to be made, the most worst decisions you've ever heard, simply get Queensland Fisheries involved no, because the then it will be a complete shit fight. Oh, you've done now. You're right. I'm done. I got I got my dig out. That's uh, when you're out on the water, Queensland Fisheries. That's the uh, red boat with the bin chicken, as one of Marty's Actually, mates call it. I had an interesting question, and the fisheries do listen to this show, so maybe they would like to answer it for us. But one of um, there was a discussion online, and I actually didn't know the answer to this. And the answers come back fifty fifty, right? Do fisheries have the right to pull you up? Yes. Can they? They can? Yes, they can. I thought they did. So, like, like, do they have a siren on their boat? No. Right. So, how do they how do they police that? Like, if they come over and you're in your bass boat and you're like, you know what, I don't feel like talking to these fools. And you just you drop, have to. drop the clutch and go. You have to. Yeah, can't you just say, didn't hear, didn't see? No. They uh, Like, they, seriously, if they come up from behind you and you're in a bass boat with 250 horses on the back and you just drop it, see you later... They got your rego number. That's so? evading the law. So, uh, show me the film where you see me just uh, look can, at you directly. Police is a different story. You can no, hear sirens, the and they can pull you over on the road. Yeah, they can. Fisheries, they can see you driving down the road and go, "Let's just stop this dude. I believe he's got um, undersized barrels in his esky." Yeah, for sure. But why would you want to take off? Well, no, I wouldn't. If you take off, they go, "This bloke's doing something wrong." Yeah, but at least you could waste an hour of their time going from Dungeness all the way around the Then they'll find you. <laughs> then they'll find you. Then you pull up at the I, pylons. No, I enjoy talking to the boys. Ben and Graham, I had a good long chat to in the Horton last time I was down there. Yeah. Hadn't seen Graham for quite a while. He's, he was in the office for a while. He's out on the water now. So morning, boys. Um, the red boat with the, uh, as Marty's friend said, bin chicken on it. Um, <laughs> look for that one. It's a black boat with bin chicken. Yeah, if, if we're going to take the piss, do it properly, please, Gary. <laughs> Good one, Ash. Um, oh, Ashley. <laughs> you just threw him under the bus. Threw him under the bus, mate. <laughs> only, only because of his snide remark about undersized barras. If he hadn't said that, he would have been anonymous. <laughs> oh, classic. Mate, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting one with the Crocs, and it's something which will go round and round and round. I'm more... 
interested in what can be done about, um, and so many people are on about this, I don't want to harp about it, is the crime rate in not just Townsville but every city <sighs> in Queensland, uh, probably Australia at the moment, um, with young people. So, yep. um, But that's not a fishing show. This is. Um, no fishing this week for you? No. I, I was going to take a mate out last night um, who's in town visiting from Brisbane, and uh, I was going to take him into the harbour. And he rang me and said, what do you reckon, Marty? And I said, look, to be honest, uh, you, you're going to be weighing in the wind. Water. It's, it's going to be um, awful. It's going to be cold. It's going to be blowing its butt out. And the chances are 99.9% chance that the barrows are going to be in shutdown. So, um, and I was quite keen to go. The boat was ready. I just brought a brand new um, Edge Black Widow, which I wanted to go and have a bit of a... Another rod. Wait, another rod. So... Um, Did you really need it? Oh, most Definitely. You sure? Are you, are you disciplining me on fishing gear? Why? I've hardly got any. <laughs> so, no, too windy uh, for your rock wall last night. Um, too Look, windy. I could have so, done it, but yeah. um, my confidence levels wouldn't have quite been where I needed to be. So, no, I wasn't in a huge, huge um, rush to get out on the water. The tides weren't right either. Um, so, uh, but... I would have made do with what we've got. Now, this coming week, um, from what I know, I think the um, winds are going to be blowing fairly hard for a few days. Yeah. Pretty so. good for um, a lot of land base. When I came in this morning, yeah. um, because of the three-metre tides, all those drains and everything that run into the lakes yes, from Ross Creek and Ross River, yeah. um, there was a couple of lads um, walking along the bank just throwing okay. lures along. So it uh, might be an option to get, keep out of the wind, walk around the lakes at... at um, at Castletown, throw mm. a few poppers along the edge on the top of the tide, or you know where they get a lot of good fish? No, along our Strand Beach. Yeah, on these high tides. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people talk about it. Yep, but um, there's some good fish caught there, and no one, I don't, very seldom do I see people fishing it. And for the ones that do fish it, I'm really, really sorry. I didn't mean to say anything, but it's um, yeah, there's uh, salmon and barras and and GTs. All sorts of things caught there. And there's been some really, really good catches off our little 25-metre-long um, fisherman's jetty they built, so kindly built us fishermen. There's a um, few have commented about your sooty on our page. Uh-oh. Uh, that, that is a cracker. Thumper sooty. That's a big one. Ben Callahan from Big yeah. Dob Well. He's put massive pig. And awesome. the sooty's pretty good as well. Thank you, Ben. So, so I'm pretty sure Ben didn't put that. <laughs> I think you'd be nasty again. Very nasty. So, no, an awesome sooty. So hopefully um, people um, feel like getting out and chasing a sooty because they are mm. a awesome fish to catch. They are very, very strong yep. and give you a really, really good fight. Even the little ones that you can yep. go up Running River or Keel Bottom or those areas. They're great fun. Um, are still good Mention fun. Mention Bivouac Junction. Yeah, well, That's even another place Keel Bottom. If you go up Keel Bottom yeah. and Harvey's Range and, Tilly Moon. Uh, and walk along, um, they're not massive big sooties, but they're good fun sooties up there. So D They are. Now, next week we're going to do, let's make it our billfish special. Billfish mar black marlin special next week. Or I would love fish. to do that. Um, just a few little tips and pointers and gear yeah. and, 
and uh, what we look for yes. um, when we're chasing them next week. We'll do a uh, black marlin special. All right, brilliant. The week after that, you're going to be fishing the Ingham, Ingham Rod and Reel Invitational. Yep, so um, uh, so room for someone to come and help you, whether yeah. it be Kyle I might, or Ash. Yeah, yeah, or, or Adrian from uh, Sticks and Wood. Sticks and Wood, Adrian um, Yeah, yeah. Um, Adrian would be probably, great to have him while yeah, I was I think, I think I'll have um, Adrian in on that show. And next week, I wonder if uh, who could we have? Do you want just you on the billfish comp? Yeah, just, we'll just, just you. you. Right, we'll do done. that because done. we won't have a chat. And I'm going to be on the leash because um, I want to learn yeah. a little bit. And I'll give you this, guys. When you want a billy or a black, you go and get one. Yeah. They're... When you want a legal barra, no hope. When you want a billfish, you get oh, one. Oh, I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Don't agree with me when I'm I can having go, a crack at you. I can get rat Don't barras, agree with me when no I'm problem. having a go. But the legalese just don't fall into place. But if I want to go out and chase a marlin or something like that, most of the time I'm, I get one. So Can you not let me attack you just no, one No, how good ago. am I? Turn, I should be a politician. Just turn it around and you make it. You look a bit like Clive Palmer some days. Do you, <laughs> you want to get up that hill again, my friend? Anyway, <laughs> tomorrow being, <laughs> being Mother's Day, we are, uh, the Johnny Farnham movie has been released and I love Is this Is it called man. Sadie's The Cleaning Lady? Sadie's the no Sadie. Sadie cleaning lady. You idiot. So, but um, one is the loneliest number. No, which is also a I great song. But I'm going to play another song here, which was done many, many years ago. Live, this guy is just like he's is in the John studio. Farnham? Shut up! Oh. Well, why are you talking about him? Hey, because I was given a little bit of a rundown. Oh, Movie no, comes sorry, out. Sorry. There's Mother's Day specials on. So if you're trying to work out what to do with your with your lovely lady tomorrow, um, with Mum, um, and she's a Johnny Farnham fan. Farnham. There's special <laughs> special viewings and so forth. But this was with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra. They kind of get, it's a soft song, so don't don't have Is a crack Johnny? at me. It just play the song. Buddy. You can stick it up your butt, Gary. <laughs> mm-hmm.
citizens. I'm taking a holiday from crime fighting in Gotham City. No rest from danger, though, because all around us is that deadly daily danger. Thanks, Batman. G'day, it's Dave Daly. Hitching a ride inside your car radio. Nice car you got here, too. Weekdays at Sparrow's Fart. It's very Townsville. The Dave Daly Show, only on 4K1G, too deadly. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop Models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha, Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. What are we, we're about three minutes to 10 o'clock. You know what that means, Gazza? Do you know what that means, my man? We're nearly out of here. No, it's time yeah. to give some prizes away, It is mate. time to give prizes away, and it's a great opportunity for us to thank all of our brilliant sponsors again. Thank you. We certainly appreciate it, and we've got some wonderful prizes to give away again this morning. Gary, without further ado, do we want to give away a couple of uh, of these groovy things? Yeah, we, we do have the $25 Tavern Meats voucher. Thank you very much to Mal, the crate man, the Tavern Meats. Mal, you're brilliant. Uh, we've got the Port of Townsville bag. Thank you very much to the Port of Townsville. We appreciate your support. And also the $50 Cleveland. Bay Seafood Voucher. So, Gordo, thank you very much for that. That's a wonderful prize. Righto, Marty. What are you giving away first? Mate, I, you are in charge of that, so we, I'm going to let you have the monopoly. We will give away the... Um, Ooh, think about it. I'm thinking of which one to give away. The uh, Port of Townsville. I couldn't have a mind blank then. The Port yeah, of Townsville port of bag. T- you know what that is, Gary? No. The Port of Townsville bag. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was. Th- I had one of those mind blanks. Right, oh, I've dragged the spinning wheel up the hill today. Have a listen to you. Sound like our prime minister in a in a speech, all muddly and Look confused. At- what is that? That's the spinning noise now. I've computerised it. Oh, I don't like that. Don't like that. Oh, that's crap. Number 86. 86. Number 86 on the, uh, the is Brock. Brock. Brock, you've won yourself the awesome bag from Porter Townsville. It's got is that yours? Of, is that young Brock? I don't know. It just says Brock. Okay. If it was mine, I'd be young Brock. Yeah, it's yours. It is yours, Marty. Could be Peter. Peter Brock? No, I don't think so. Um, so, yeah, jump on the phones, Brock, number 86. You've won yourself the awesome... There he is. Awesome. Oh, she's ringing on in. Port of Townsville bag. Good morning, fishing show. Hello. 
Oh, do I have Brock here? Yes. Beautiful. Congratulations, Brock. You've won the uh, Port of Townsville fishing bag with a couple of lures and all sorts of fun stuff in there for you, mate. A couple of bucks. Thank you. Awesome. So you will enjoy that. There might even be one or two there for Grandad to look after. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, back to the car and the lawn mowing, Brock. Thank you very much That'll, for listening. I'll drop that off at Tackle World for you, Brock. Thank you. You're up, bud. Good man. Bye. Bye-bye. There we go. Young Brock picks up an awesome prize. Do you want to do it next week? Do we want to do a kid's prize? We haven't done a kid's prize for a while. Well, why don't we give one of the um, one of Ben's um, laser arts away? Or no, do you want to get... No, we can no, do. We, no, we'll, give, we'll leave that for the for the adults. Maybe uh, knock we'll work up it a out. lure. For, for when you're away, can you bring me in the mangrove jack? Yes. And we'll give the mangrove jack away. Oh, I wanted that. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, we'll give the mangrove jack away. If I drive past your fence and, and there's it's on seven it. different fish arts they're on all, there. They're already <laughs> on it. Thanks, Ben. They're already on my fence. So uh, the mangrove jack you win that next week will be pre-drilled. With a <laughs> yeah, I'll have to take it off the fence now. What are we giving away now, Marty? <laughs> yeah. $50 Cleveland right. Bay voucher, courtesy oh, of... Oh, yeah, yes. And we're going to give the Tavern Meats one away last. Let me swap that around. Done. Yeah, there is, is that the... This is... Uh, the Cleveland Bay one. Uh, oh, you know what I've done. You've written the names on the wrong ones, haven't yes, you? Yes, yes. So, 86, Brock. The port bag. Righto, port I'm going to spin the wheel. Uh, we need to go back to the ticking. That's a bit of spooky music. No, if this goes to a vote... <laughs> Number... 93, number 93, 93, 93 is Christian. Christian. Jump on the phone, Christian. You've won yourself a a $50 Cleveland Bay voucher courtesy of Gordon and the gang at Cleveland Bay. And you can pick that up um, from Cleveland Bay Seafood. But jump on the phones now. There you go, Marty. He's there. He's there? Yep. Good morning, fishing show. Morning, how are you? Oh, good, mate. Have I got Christian the painter? You, you certainly do. Oh, you lucky bastard. You just won yourself a big kilo of Red Spot Kings or whatever you want while you're painting away there, my friend. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Hey, thank you to you and the boys who are uh, every Saturday morning while you're uh, slinging, the, slinging the purdy around. Um, thanks for listening to our show. We really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, guys. Good, Good on, on you, Christian. See you, bud. You can pick that up at um, Cleveland Bay Seafood next door to Tackle World, mate. Yep, no worries. Good, Good stuff. Good on you, man. Bye. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Uh, there we go. That's uh, Christian who's painting. I think he's with uh, Nick Favitt, uh, Jeff Forburn, and the lads there painting painting away. Got a good little crew. $25 tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal the Crate Man and uh, the gang at Tavern Meat. So if you want a nice roast and some seafood, go to Gordon to get your prawns and your seafood, Tavern Meats to get some awesome Meat. And then if you want some really good tackle, go right next door to Tackle World. Look at that. You're we right got now. Every, well, thank you. I think that was from public demand. There, they approved oh, of it. Nice. There we go. Number 14. 14, 14. Hey, Ernie. Oh, it's Ernie. Jump on the phones, Ernie. You've won yourself a $25 tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal... The crepe man and the gang at Tavern Meats. That awesome prize there. Ernie will be able to go get a roast, knock it up for uh, Judy for uh, 
Mother's Day, not Ernie's mother. But and I don't want to start controversy here or anything, but when I played Johnny Farnham before, as soon as the song started, my co-host Gary Powers, this is for the ladies, he said you should have played Sadie the cleaning lady for all the women out there for Mother's Day tomorrow. No, I didn't. But Yes, you did, and that's the sort of person that you are, Gary. It's about time people Why didn't knew. you play it? Shush, I'm talking to Ernie now. Just be quiet. Good morning, Ernie. Congratulations. <laughs> Morning, guys. Good Ernie. morning. What's the plan for you this weekend, Ern? Um, not much, mate. No, that's fair enough. I, I would be doing exactly the same. But if you can find some time, shoot down to Tavern Meats and uh, claim this voucher and buy yourself World. a nice. Pick oh up. yeah, pick, pick it up from Tackle World. And um, no, it's mean once yeah. you've got the once voucher. you got the voucher, head down to Tavern Meats and grab yourself. I'm going to put a roast on tomorrow, so that's good. Oh, little beauty. That's the way to do it, my friend. Hey, uh, as always, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Same to you. Thanks very much, Joe. Good Thanks, on you, Ernie. Bye. See, See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Oh, good old Ernie picks one up. Hasn't won for a long think time. Ernie's won. For a long time, Ernie. Yeah, yeah. Ernie used to win all the time because he used to give shares $50 in a brown paper bag at the bank to win a prize. Well, that's fair enough. We used to win a $20 prize, but it cost him 50 to win it. Yeah. Good on you, Ernie. We appreciate you that's tuning in every Saturday. Yes. Hey, uh, we're four past the hour. We've just gone past our time. So that brings an end to our uh, groovy little show that we endeavour to bring to our wonderful listeners every Saturday morning. Gary and I had the best time uh, doing this show together. And uh, go to Cowboys. We didn't play the Cowboys song today. So we'll play that next week after the winning game tonight. And the win again next week and the week after. Our rush for the finals is on. So go, well, boys. Well, are we going to make the finals, Gaza? Well, it's all in their hands, mate. I think we're going to be just fine. Let me just line up our last ad, so just bear with me for one second. There we go. So be, uh, yeah, just be careful on the waters with 20-odd knots today. 100%. So, uh, so yeah. Um, as Gaz and I always say, if you're on the highway, please drive safe. Don't just drive for you, but drive for the other people coming in the opposite direction. Stay alert. We need as many listeners as we can get for our show. Gaz, look after Thank you, yourself, Marty. man. Thank you for those See wonderful the three hours. And, uh Guys, have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week. Tune in next Saturday morning, 4KG 107.1, two deadly station, probably the best station in Townsville. Enjoy. See you, crew.